Booyah, and we're live. The COVID crew cannot make it. <laughs> Brian Callen, Brian Callen's still coughing, not doing so good. Uh, Brendan Schaub is 100%. He even tested negative, but there's a 14-day mandatory quarantine, bitch. You got to take it. Joey, motherfucking Diaz is in the house. My brother, mother. I'm very excited about these fights tonight. I'm very excited. This fucking is an amazing Fire card. This is an amazing card. And of course, the golden pony in the house. Yeah. Tony Hinchcliffe. This is, uh, we are taking precautions for COVID. Everyone gets their own joint. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it here. And uh, Buffalo Trace will kill anything. If you have any problems, just put it on your microphone, put it on your fingers, whatever you need. You want to drink? I'll have a little one, yeah. Come on. That's what I'm talking about. Ice or no ice? Ice. All right. Joey. It's so crazy, bro. On the way up here, I told myself I'm going to have a drink. I'm such a pussy. You can have a little drink. I can't. No? Because I can't lie to a cop. If he pulls me over and he says, I've been drinking, I've been drinking. we'll be here for three hours. I know, but you still. One drink right now. fucking pounds. I haven't drank the whole Okay, quarantine. then don't have a drink. I haven't drank the whole quarantine. Wow. Like, I haven't drank, I don't think, the whole year. Bro, my neighbor hasn't stopped. No, no. Those people. I got I got neighbors that oh. just every time I see them, they look drunk. Oh, yeah. People so a lot of people are really wrecked by this shit, man. They just, they're just trying to get by. And the booze is... They said booze consumption is up, even though the bars are down. They're <clears throat> drinking. I talked to my old Coke dealer. He says he don't stop making deliveries. He doesn't know where people are getting this money from. Mm. Six in the morning deliveries. Jesus Christ. Crazy. I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. So uh, <clears throat> this is the first fight from Fight Island. And if you don't know the history of Fight Island, it is fucking amazing what they've done. I do not know if through the, the sale to WME, if uh, the Sheikh of Abu Dhabi still owns a piece of the UFC, I would assume that he wouldn't want to get rid of that. Because, you know, Dana still owns a piece and... But anyway, they they constructed this insane structure on Yaz Island just for fights during quarantine. And obviously they'll have it for fights after quarantine if they choose to do it. But the place is sick. There's a W hotel there. It's all top food, you know, top of the food chain. It's all beautiful and they set this structure up. They built this structure just for these fights during quarantine because they needed a place where they could ship the international fighters into because they can't get into the United States right now. They test everybody. They test everybody before they leave. Then they test them again when they land in Vegas. Then they test them again when they land in Abu Dhabi. They quarantine them for 48 hours. Then they test them again. Dude, they, they test tremendous. the shit out of That's these good. people. That's it's good. great. That's they've what done, needs to be done. They've done an amazing thing. Who likes Paige Van Zandt? She's a big underdog in this fight. Jamie? This girl she's fighting, Amanda Rebus, is no joke. She just beat Mackenzie Dern, who uh, she was supposed to fight Paige Van Zandt, but Paige got injured. You know, Paige has had some serious uh, injuries. She's, she broke her arm in one of her fights with a spinning back fist. She threw a spinning back fist and hit a girl in the forearm. Same thing that uh, Paul Felder did to Mike Perry. Um, it's it's a real common injury. You, you spin, and instead of hitting with the back fist, you wind up hitting with the, the middle of the forearm, and it just snaps. Mm. And so she's had multiple surgeries on that arm to try to fix it. But this girl's a beast. Brazilian, right? Yes, she's very good. And lifelong martial artist. Her father was a jiu-jitsu instructor, and he taught Muay Thai <coughs> and judo. She's a, she's badass. She's very good. 
and uh, she's a big favorite in this fight. Isn't Paige like a six to one underdog or yeah. something crazy like that? Plus six hundred. That's yeah, what it opened like up yeah. at. Yeah, that's 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 <clears> a big <throat> underdog. You know, Paige has a lot of experience in the UFC. For her to be that big of an underdog, that's that's. Well, you never a seen a bookie with a part time job. I've Let's see what happens tonight. You somebody got, told me that before. You got Masvidal getting points. You got him getting wood. You got how Max you Holloway his name getting up? wood. How can you fuck up Masvidal? But how could you fuck up? I don't know. I ain't got time to worry about this shit. Get a dictionary. You know what I'm saying? What <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know, dog. But at all, if you, like, okay, I get it. Okay, you're Cuban. But Masvidal, that's like, that's your people. You can't fuck that one up. I've never met a guy named Masvidal before, so I don't know. You know, I didn't grow up in any Mas. Is I he, grew up with Rodriguez. Uh, what is his nationality? He's Cuban and... Something his mother's something else. Argentina, I think maybe Guatemala. No, Peru. Peru, something. Something like that. We'll find out. Jamie will find out. All right, here we go. Bay bay. Yeah, Peru. Peru. There we go. So Cuban and Peru. Yeah. Street Jesus in the Middle East. Oh shit! I didn't think of that. Hmm. Hmm. What if he wins? It's got a lot of that vibe. That Nate Diaz Connor. Right? Yeah. It's a, it's a big deal. All right, here we go. Uh, for people watching at home trying to sync up, we're at 454, 453, 452, 451, 450 of the first round. Amanda Rebus and Paige Van Zant, And this girl's stalking Paige. Paige landed a nice kick there. Mm-hmm. How the fuck did you eat Chick-fil-A, cocksucker? <laughs> God damn it, Joe. <laughs> I know, I felt bad Because motherfucker used to eat fish fillets from McDonald's 20 years ago. When we used to come home from oh, the yeah. gigs. If I'm, uh, if I'm stoned, I'll still eat those. No, you don't. I like fish fillets. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Last time I ate one, I had a migraine headache for two days. <laughs> it's barely fish. It's some things that fish swam by. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> Look at this page. Oh, yeah. Rebus got her down in side control. That's not good. <clears throat> That's not good. She's got her arm trapped too in that scarf hold. That's a that's an uncomfortable position. And Paige is trying to hold her in place by by gripping her arms like that. She's already but, cut. But that's all she has to do. Rebus, all she has to do is fish her arm through. See her right arm, fish it arm through. See she's trying to do that, but Paige's got it tight. If she could figure out how to fish her arm through and clamp her heads together, that's a legit submission, man. Oh, look at this. Paige is about to take her back. Look at this. Look at this. <coughs> It's, oh, it's up against the cage. If she was in a better position, she might actually be able to take her back from here. But it's it's hard when you're up against the cage like that. It's hard to maneuver. So Amanda Rebus has some blood coming out of her nose. Yeah. See, but if Rebus can get her arm through. Oh, look at that. Paige is going to take her back. Oh, shit. She took a chance there. Oh, Rebus is going to take her back. Wow, that was slick. Wow. That was slick. Arm bar. Arm bar. Oh, Paige is in real trouble here. Yeah, that's all that the way. was so slick, man. See, this is the same thing. Like she wants to flip her over, but the cage is where she wants to tuck her. <clears throat> she might still get it. She might get it right from there. She might get it right. Oh, she's gonna get it right from there. Paige's got to tap. You can't. She can't break her arm. Yep. Tap, tap, tap. Oh, she's tapping. Oh, oh. That's it. Man, that's. She's okay. Good. Well, there you go. <sighs> well, what'd you say about bookies? Never seen a book with a part-time job. Yeah, but if you, a lot of people took the underdog. You know, that was Paige. a good. That was a good line, though. That girl's really, really good. 
And again, there's something about people that have done martial arts their whole life. Like, you know, when you see someone like her whose dad was an instructor, her, her dad taught judo, jujitsu, and Muay Thai. She grew up with martial arts. You know, it's like a part of her, her being. Paige is a really good athlete who's learned it late in life, and she's dedicated herself to it. Look at that transition, man. Look at that transition to the back, and then switches to the arm bar, knowing that Paige is going to roll her over. God damn, that's pretty. That is so pretty. And then she can't get her to flip over, so then she goes the opposite way. She goes belly down. That's like that Russian-style arm bar. Ooh. And she's forced to tap. She's trying to roll over it. Paige is trying to roll over it, but it, where she was, especially where her face was, if she rolled over, her, she would have fucked herself up. Spe Damn, that girl's good. Speaking of rolling over, cuz, just gonna give you a piece of advice. Okay. <laughs> Next time you're up, you're lonely, you got nothing to do, watch the last Rambo movie, uncut. The uncut. <laughs> uncut. Okay, he, he, they released in the movie theater. I went to see it on the road. As you know me, I'm a patriarch. It's his fucking best movie ever. It's his... Joe, it's, it's as violent as he's ever made a movie. Really? This, he, this most recent, this, recent one? This recent one. Wow. So they released it, and then he got pissed off because they cut out a bunch of scenes. So he re-released it. Sly style with the shit they cut out. He wanted to let them know Ew. that he was extended cut. Now he's <laughs> fucking seventy, so he worked it just like the mechanic with Charles Bronson. He did it right. They didn't show no fight scenes. They showed maybe two fight scenes. He killed a fucking million people with just his brains. Like, he built a bunch of shit. And the, so this is the last one, Joe Rogan. That's it. So when he's in caves and shit, Joe, Joe, you know what he does to him there? He hits, <laughs> him in the, he hits him in the chest with a gun, with a knife, and then he takes his fucking collarbone out. Who does that? Who does that anymore? This is what I'm saying. He ain't fucking around. Look what he's doing. Look what he's doing. He takes his fucking oh. collarbone oh, out. Shit. Joe Rogan, this is it. This is the best fucking thing. If you thought Roadhouse was good, wait till you see this. Look at him. He, he ain't fucking around. I'm getting cheap, creeped out by his face not moving. It don't matter. Don't worry. Look at him. He's fucking taking He's whipping. He rips people apart in this movie. Oh, Jesus. Did they cut that out of the original movie, the collarbone scene? Yeah, everything. Everything. It's they cut all that out? Button. I think and they then cut he put that it back out. in? Yeah, he put. He wanted to put this couple scenes. I don't wow. want to blow for you. Jesus But, Christ. dog, the ending is right out of Joe Rogan. Arrows. Oh, arrows like a motherfucker. You thought the Capaches were there. They were like fucking coming from fucking everywhere. They were like fucking coming from everywhere. I stood there in shock. My wife couldn't even take it no more. She went to sleep. She's like, Joey, I can't take this. I've never seen anything like this. He ain't fucking around. Oh, my God. And then at the end, they show all the way back to the beginning. Only the mind of Sylvester Stallone. Only the mind of Sylvester Stallone. And I, and I watched Goodfellas this week, and I caught a fuck-up. You caught a fuck-up in Goodfellas? I, I bet I know what you're talking about. When, the cigar? No. Oh. When Jimmy oh. comes into the room, before that, Henry's making a sandwich. They got gabagool. They got, you know, prosciutto, wet moots, and they got white bread. <gasps> it's white 1955 bread. in Brooklyn. There wasn't, you weren't even allowed to eat white bread. I remember African-Americans telling me, don't eat that shit, dog. There's a bacon, Italian bakery. Them motherfuckers do it right. 
You know those Italian bakeries that just had bread oh, and Oh, yeah. My Zeppelis. grandfather used to go to those. Yes. Bread and Zeppelis. Yeah. He doesn't even know what Zeppelis are, oh. do you? Yeah. Oh. It's Italian, like, pastry dessert type of, like a... And they give it to you in a brown bag, like a fucking Puerto Rican on the fourth. They pour a thousand calories of powdered sugar yep. in it. And the, the bag grease is comes, greasy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're, so good. For a year, I used to eat a bag every morning with a long, skinny, real long thing of, of, of bread. With a whole stick of Hotel Bar butter and a 64-ounce Coke. <laughs> in the sixth grade, that was my breakfast amazing every morning. you're still alive. Zeppelin's <laughs> for fucking breakfast in the sixth grade. Damn. There's another one in Goodfellas. It's, it's been my favorite movie of all time since I was a little kid. I've watched it thousands of times, like a crazy amount. And there's one scene, remember when Paul Sorvino's making the deal with the guy and then he has to pay him forever? But, you know, but I really need your help, Polly. Anything you could do, Polly. And Polly's got a cigar. Yeah, you need my help? If you watch, Next time you watch it, there's a continuity part where he has the cigar in his mouth and the camera's behind him and then it cuts in front straight, and then there's no cigar there. It's like this disappearing uh, cigar. But I tell you what, it's a fucking really good movie. Oh, that's the thing if is you that you, it's, seen su- it. it's such a great movie that you watch it so many times, you start to notice things that even the fucking director didn't notice. Joe Rogan, that scene when they're at their mothers, you really have to sit down and go. The one with the deer on the wall. They go to the mothers. Oh, they yeah, got a guy a in the trunk of a car. And yeah. they go to their mothers, and she makes like a traditional Italian yep. breakfast at four in the morning. Yep. He's fucking rolling ketchup, and they got a guy in the trunk. Ma, you think about this knife? That whole scene. Yeah. Yeah. How morbid that is, Henry. What's the matter with you? Don't you talk? Mm-hmm. He's like sitting there going, "We got a guy in the trunk, yeah. <sighs> and we're fucking eating eggs with two psychopaths." <laughs> And it's delicious. And you it's know delicious. that they make all that food look so good. They make everything look good. That that movie makes me want to smoke cigarettes. The fucking beginning of that movie when they're in a car, mm-hmm. they're in a car, and it says East New York, and Jimmy De, De Niro's sleeping right there. There it is. The fucking beginning of this. Yep. That's how it opened up. Like you're like, what, what's going on here? I had watched the 2020, and then I read the book when I was locked up. So I was waiting for this movie to come out. This movie came out when I was in the halfway house. And I had a system on how to get high and not get caught with the test. I just had to take a joint and take one hit off it in my gym and put it down. On this day, I fucking told them I was going to Denver for a car. I went and smoked the thing. I got Chinese food, and I went to this by myself. One, wow. you know, one hit, and you wouldn't test positive? How come? There's a limit. There's a limit. Oh, one hit is okay. bagels, little things. So there's a little bit of a limit. I was lifting weights and I was running in Boulder Creek. Oh, you mean like poppy uh, seed. Right. Mm -hmm. Tell people about that because they don't know what you're talking about. So when you do drug tests, no more. Now that you got the hair. They don't they don't fuck around with the hair or they just take your hair they and take then they can find out from that. I'll tell you what I don't like is these fucking COVID tests. The one with the nose. Mm. Oh like, my god, what a weird feeling. Yeah, you know, here's the funny thing. Like I did it, but I got the blood. I, I didn't trust listen. Let me explain something to you. You don't want to put a cotton swab in my nose, dog. What? What happened? I got angel dust, coke, <laughs> THC crystal, animal tranquilizers, asshole dust, fucking pubic hairs. I smelled Newark in the summer. What haven't I smelled? Coke, heroin, fucking. Are you kidding me? When they did my nose, dust. I remember. Oh, asshole dust. You look, open up an asshole, a little bit of dust comes out. Nobody knows nothing. You just take it like a man. Like, you know, I remember when I woke up, Dr. Line was jizzling my nose, and the sparks were coming out of my nose and shit. I got, it's still, 
I still got coke rocks in those glands in there. So you stick a cotton swab in there, and they're going to fuck it up because you know they're making mistakes. Right? So some grandmother's going to go, you know, some grandmother's going to go, you didn't test positive for coke, but you get you need treatment. Like, you need help. You got like 10 kilos in your fucking nose. <laughs> Who would go for that fucking stupid test and wait online oh and sit God. for ten hours with eighty fucking thousand people? Well, the new one, they barely go inside your nose. They just go, they used to have to go deep up into your nose, but now they just go into the opening. It's not that bad. The new one's not that bad. It's like you ever thought about this? We've never discussed this. This young generation don't know dick, and I did the fucking research. When I was growing up in the seventies, you got a thermometer in your asshole. Yes. They used to put a thermometer in your asshole. Think of the result of what that did to people. If we go backwards, <laughs> we're going to see how many people are gay because for years what? they were getting a thermometer put in their asshole. <laughs> By the time they're 16, what difference does it make? You've been putting a thermometer in my ass. You know how many times that I don't doctor, think that's how it works. The thermometer, it was the creepiest thing, people, okay? You went to a doctor, he told you to bend over. Like you'd be burning up. You'd have one of those COVID fevers. He'd tell you to bend over. He dipped it the mom in Vaseline, and he'd stick it in your ass for like a minute. And you had to sit there with a fucking thermometer in your ass and look at him, like make eye contact and talk to him. Then he would take it out, wipe it, and then go like look real close. <laughs> Tell you, you're 91.1. You don't remember the mom in the ass, Joe Rogan? I remember them. You think about that <laughs> shit. I, I mean, remember them in the mouth, too. Well, yeah, I always felt weird about that because you have this metal fucking rod in your under mouth. Under the armpit, too. Really? Never that was that one, one for a while. Look at this. This is UFC 4. I didn't do commentary in this one. Really? Yeah. I don't have the time. I can't. I'm surprised they, it takes a long time to do that. I'm surprised they just wouldn't use the master recordings from the year before or whatever. <sighs> they, I don't know. You know, I don't know what happened. I don't remember. I mean, Dana White and I had a conversation about it once, and I said, okay. <laughs> That's all I remember, and I, I'm not in it. At least I don't think I'm in it. Maybe I am in it. I don't know. Honestly, I, don't, I really don't know. But uh, doing it the first time or the first two times... It's a lot of fucking work, man. It's a lot. Or it's hours and hours and hours of going, he's got the arm bar. Oh, he's transitioning, transitioning to the triangle. And he's out. Or, oh, he's got it. He gets the tap. Like, you have to do it like it's a fight. Right. And every so, possible way for every scenario. And I would do it for hours, and I would leave exhausted. Because it would be like three or four hours of the, f the craziest moments in the fight. Like, when I see it and I do commentary for six hours, there's a lot of times nothing's happening. It's in the middle, they're setting up fights, so we're talking about possible matchups, you know, what happens if the guy, this guy wins, what happens this and that. There's a lot of times where you're not screaming. But when you're doing those videos, you're just screaming the whole time. It's just like, oh! You do, you do it constantly. So it's like hours and hours worth, drinking coffee, going back, doing it more. They're getting good though, man. They look so good. It's crazy how good it looks. They added boxers, boxers to this one. Did they? Yeah. Is yeah. the Gypsy King uh, in there? Yeah, him and uh, Anthony <laughs> Joshua said like you can oh, get nice. it pre-ordered or something. Nice. Cool. Nice. I'm wondering when one big name boxer is just gonna say fuck it. Let me try this. That'd be someone sick. who knows how to re like Terrence Crawford could do it. Crawford wrestles. His kids wrestled too. He wrestled in high school, <clears throat> and he's a super athlete. And as a fighter, he's a, one of those rare dudes that switches stances very easily. He can fight basically as good from southpaw as he does from orthodox. He can go back and forth no problem. 
So in like weird scrambles and shit, this is this is how Rose lost her title. Boom. She got slammed. <clears throat> she lost by KO from the slam. Oh, look at that. She was piecing her up too before here it is. This is the slam. Spiked her right on her Ooh. head and KO'd her. Oh. <clears throat> that was brute power. This girl's real powerful. Andrage. She's super, super strong. But uh, up until that moment, Rose was winning the fight, if I remember correctly. Yeah, she was. That's happening right now, kids. Damn. These video games are getting so good, though. <clears throat> Jamie and I were playing this um, clip the other day um, when Hannibal was here of these new video games that have this new engine. It's the Unreal 5 engine. It's so good, man. It's so, it's so good, it doesn't even look like a movie anymore. A lighter? Yeah. I got matches. It doesn't look like a movie. I mean, it doesn't look like a video game anymore. It looks like, like actual, real, live shit happening. Like the dust on the ground and the, the, the lights and the shadows. It's crazy. They've got it so good. Is this an ashtray or is this like some relic from some like temple or something? I never know around here. I think you can use that as an ashtray. And I got fired from Mafia too. You did? Yeah. What'd did, you do? I did the game. What happened? I said some inappropriate things. <laughs> Oh, didn't they ask you to say some inappropriate things, mm -hmm. and you just took it too far? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they were fine up to the a point, and then they were like, whoa, hey, hey. It was the same thing with the Chappelle joke he said on his special. Same mm. thing, like with Comedy Central. Mm. And the lady got offended, because she was gay. Oh, no. So they had to send us all home and call some crisis counselors in. No. Yeah. Is that you in there? Yeah, there you are. <laughs> <clears throat> Crisis counselors. Oh, my God. What do they do for Grand Theft Auto when someone's murdering hookers with a crowbar? For real. You, what do they you, do? You get the light. You put the chicken lights, and then you stand there with a thing, and it shoots you from all... And that's not what I mean. I mean, what oh. happens to their crisis counseling for the people that work at the video game there? Because Bro, that seems even had more disgusting. What about when I had to suck the dude's dick and Greg Garcia's show on TBS? <coughs> what and happened? For two weeks, every day I got a call <clears throat> from them. Are you sure you know what you're doing? Are you sure you know what you're doing? The day of the shoot, for every actor on the set and every person, there was a therapist. What? Just in case they got offended. Greg Garcia, who's brilliant, wrote He's an brilliant. episode of two people having sex. And the guy goes, I want to put virtual glasses on. He puts, ver yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's me. <coughs> and you come in and blow the guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You believe Greg Garcia got away with that? I do believe it. That's how bad of a motherfucker he is. Oh, he's all, the dude's all tied up? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I had to fucking sign 29,000 documents. <laughs> Talk to a therapist before that. Why, why, why would you want? Because that's when he hired me. He goes, I got a job for you sucking dick on the show. You're going to love it. That's what he said to you? Call me. And I called him back. And he's like, you know, his sense of humor. He's out of his fucking right. mind. He don't give a fuck. He's, he's on his ninth show. He's, you know. Yeah, I, that's, that's hilarious. They brought in counselors. Oh, my God. This is right during the Me Too movement. Like, this was right in the beginning. And he's like, I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it. I don't give but is a that pushing him? And that seems like he's like this. It's is okay. I, mean. <clears throat> I mean, it's a guy. 
you're doing it to another guy, but it is definitely against his will. Doesn't seem like he enjoys it. <laughs> He's tied up. Why? Why? Why do people let people tie them up? Please it's explain that. It's not the worst that. thing in the world. Explain bro. that to me. I have never let nobody. I tie don't. Me up. I don't want to be around anybody that wants to tie me up. How about that? Yeah. How about that? It's like you know, with um, what was it? What was in the Bible where uh, God tried to trick somebody into killing his son? Which is Cain and Abel? No. It was no. Brothers. Which? Brothers. Wh- right. Which was the story? Where God tried to trick the guy into killing his son. And then <clears throat> right before the guy kills his son, he goes, ah, I was only testing you. That's how I'd be with tying people up. I'm like, you want to tie me up? Go ahead, tie me up. And then right when they're about to tie me up, I'd be like, you failed. <laughs> you can't fucking tie me up. Yeah. Why would you want to tie me Have up? Have you ever had somebody ask you to tie me no, up? No, no, never. That is the craziest <clears> thing It's just a weird thing to want to do to somebody. I don't want to do it to a girl either, and I don't want. I definitely don't want anybody doing it to me. Yeah, one of my relationships years ago ended because the girl wanted that so badly, and I just could not. There's like the comedian, <laughs> like a comedy part of me where it's just like I just thought it was too silly. Just can't get into it. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm not. Did I don't. I don't, wanna, I don't want to feel like I have to tie someone up. I don't like. Oh, she wanted to tie you up. Or no, you, she wanted me to, to tie, tie her up, up and yeah. I just couldn't get. I, you know, bro, I never heard of this shit when I was growing up in yeah. Jersey. Like, I did all that craziness in Jersey. I never met nobody who wanted to get tied up. When do you think people started tying people up on a regular? Oh, fucking in Rome. 90s? No, in Rome, <laughs> in the fucking, those Romans, gladiators. <laughs> yeah. Those guys with the wigs on and gladiators, right. they were freaks. They were yeah, knowledge, they were fucking freaks. each other in the air. Caligula. They didn't give a yeah. fuck, yeah. Well, you know, it's back then, I think, I think people... First of all, I think it's been pretty established that back then people raped kids all the time. It was real common. You know, I mean, you you go back and read stories of Greece, even even like famous philosophers, they had like boys, like little boys that they would have sex with. I think they got it done to them and they did it and it took a while before people were held accountable for the devastating effects that that has on someone's life. I mean, it took for people to, I don't know what year people started figuring out that you're not supposed to do that to people. But for the longest time, that just happened. It's kind of creepy when you, you go back and you think about a lot of the great philosophers. I mean, think about how many people get discredited today for being creeps, like Kevin Spacey, right? Mm-hmm. Ama- amazing actor. Probably one of our great actors, right? I mean, House of Cards was fucking sensational. Yeah. And a big part of it was him. Yep. Huge part of it. And now he's got a picture of him next to Giseline, Giselle, and the fucking... Just Ghislaine. Ghislaine and now is. people say you're creepy. Like, if you're just talking to strangers and you're like, yeah, how about House of Cards? They're like, oh, what are you into, like, creeps or something? Right. It's like, you oh, You can't God. like it. Right. You can't You can't appreciate... Uh, what was the one uh, when he played Kaiser Sose? Yep. What was that movie? Suspects. Yeah, yep. Usual Suspects. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. He's an amazing actor. Yeah. He's an amazing actor. He's all actors... Almost all of them. Scott Eastwood's not like Scott Eastwood's like the most normal guy I've ever met in my life. So is Chris Pratt. Super normal guys who just happen to be actors. But most actors, most like brilliant, brilliant actors, are fucking crazy. And that crazy is what produces this amazing work. Marlon Brando was fucking crazy. But towards the end of his life, he weighed 300 pounds, he lived on a fucking island, did whatever he wanted out there, fucked guys and girls, fucked everybody. He was crazy. Marlon Brando was a wild man. Steve McQueen, wild motherfucker, crazy. I just Out watched The mind. Getaway a couple of weeks ago. Oh! My God, oh. Man, he's beating around the street. 
It's horrible. It's horrible. And she didn't know, right? She no, didn't she know didn't, that that know. scene was going to happen like mm-hmm. that. He was going to actually hit her. Allie McGraw. McGraw. She's beautiful. Beautiful. She's beautiful. And in the scene, he actually kicks her ass. He pulls over to the side of the road and he, he smacks his shit out of her. <laughs> it's hard to he's watch. He's so man. fucking beautiful in this movie. He's just beautiful in the whole movie. Yeah. Beside this, he's fucking beautiful in this movie. He really is. There's nobody doing what he's doing in this movie. Bro, he smacks the shit out of her for real. Like you can't fake this. And she's horrified, man. You see her face getting red. I mean, he really fucked her up. You could not do this today because this wasn't stunts. I mean, he was really kicking her ass. Look at that, man. And she's got to keep it together for the scene. Imagine you don't know this guy's going to really hit you. Well, imagine the pressure puts on her like you have to nail it yes. this take now. Yes. Because you don't want to get beat again. And yes. Bruce Lee's there telling him, smack her this way. Get the wind. <laughs> get the wind behind you. Because him and Bruce Lee were tight at that time. <clears throat> yeah, he was training They were with Bruce really Lee. tight. And they, he wanted, they each wanted what each other had. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, like Steve McQueen didn't want to be an actor. He really wanted to bitch slap people. Yeah. And Bruce Lee, you know, bro. When I did the Longest Yard, Burt Reynolds had some wild shit about McQueen. That story about pissing on the director's grave when they got fired, and he said, "I'm gonna piss on his grave." And it's like me saying to you, "I'm gonna piss on that motherfucker's grave." And two years from now, you get a call, Doug. I'm picking you up. What are we doing? We're taking a ride to Vegas. I'm going to piss on that motherfucker's grave. That was McQueen. Jessica wow. Andrade, right there. Rose Namayunas. Let's see. Let's see. This is a straw weight, obviously, right? Yes. No, I think it's flyweight. Huh. No, it's straw weight, right? Straw weight. It's straw weight, yeah. She was a straw weight champion. Mm. This is a battle of the two girls with the shortest hair in the UFC, right? Yeah, for sure. It's crazy that Rose just decided to cut her hair off. She's like, I don't, it just gets in the way. Because, like, she's beautiful. I mean, her face, I mean, she's like, she is like a cover girl, like a model. Mm -hmm. She has perfect bone structure, but she doesn't give a fuck. She's not even remotely concentrating on that. Oh, shit, she looks good. She hasn't fought, I don't think, since then. And she looks very sharp. She's a Trevor Whitman disciple. I mean, it's just crazy what she did to Joanna. Mm-hmm. The momentum of the train, the, how how fast the Joanna train was rolling. Yep. To put a stop to that is completely insane, and out of nowhere. she did it, too, yeah. with that left hook. Yeah. How crazy is it, the momentum... Of women. I know. It's amazing. Like how fucking great is this? They're that? so good. They're so good. I think the little Polish girl. Mm-hmm. I love oh, her. Valentina Shevchenko? No. Yoana Yanjecek. That, that's oh. my all-time favorite. Oh, of course. Mine too. She paints her fo- toenails. Yeah. No matter who she fights, her toenails are always bang. Valentina's yep. not Polish, right? She's Russian. She's right? yeah. Yeah. one of them. Yeah. But Joanna is my favorite. She's yeah. technical. You follow her on Instagram? She's beautiful no, all the time. She's such a she's such a she's such a girl. Joey, the can of worms you just opened up? <laughs> what? Tony's in love with her. He's been in love with her forever. Why don't you didn't she come to a fight and you were gonna take her yeah, out? Yeah, we're oh friends. God. We're friends. We text. 
Valentina, what does it say? She comes to my shows when I'm in uh, Kazakhstan, Palm Beach, or Doral. You pull the trigger. You haven't asked her out. I mean, we've we've you know they've hung, hung out, out in Florida. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> no, you stop it right now. How <laughs> dare you? Beautiful. <laughs> and the way she mean? fights makes me more attracted to it. Like I like how she fights. Yeah. Well, she's exactly. definitely very got, technical. She's gotten a lot better at the weight cut too. She was re- having real problems with weight cutting in the past. Oh damn, Rose looks good. Real sharp counters. She's working well off the jab. Look at that jab. That jab's snappy. Andrade lost some muscle mass. She used to be a lot thicker. She used to look like a tank. She used to go in there and look like a small female Vandalay Silva. But now she's, uh, I guess she probably realizes after a while, <clears throat> most of them do. You carry around all that muscle mass, the cost in your, in your conditioning and endurance. Also, like, harder to, to cut the weight. She probably had to cut a lot of weight. She was very thick before. I can tell you from experience, the smaller your frame, the lighter you are the so much harder it is to cut weight. Like, I know that's common mm-hmm. sense, but those yeah. last few pounds, that's all just your liver and your <laughs> lungs, just the little bit of liquid you have left. Oh yeah, they say the guys who cut the easiest actually are big muscular guys. Those big, thick, muscular guys, because muscle's like, you know, 90-something percent water. Not really water. It's, you know, it's plasma and all yeah. kinds of other shit, but it's a lot of fluid. You can, you can lose water. Yeah, and our, we did back in high school. That's for damn sure. Nice one, two on the outside. Yeah, I didn't realize it was easier for people that are muscular to cut weight until George Lockhart, who's like one of the best coaches for weight cutting in the sport, he explained it to me, and I was like, oh, okay, that actually makes sense. Like, I never thought about it before. But he's like, the more muscle mass you have, the easier it is to lose water weight. There was a couple times where I weighed in with just <laughs> straight up bone, skin, and the innards. Like, well, the crazy it. thing about wrestlers is you have to compete that day. Yeah. So you cut that weight, and then you tr- put as much back on as you can. Before you wrestle. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I got a problem, Joe Rogan. What's the problem? My last physical, the doctor calls you because everything is beautiful except your potassium is too low. What does that mean? Oh, well, that's easy. Bananas. That's nothing. You, well, you don't even need bananas. I Just eat bananas. Take that's... some of this. This shit right here. Liquid IV. I drink that shit every day. You take that in a bottle of water. It's got m- way more potassium than a banana. It's got all kinds of vitamins in well, it. Why am I alone potassium? Because you probably don't take any. You don't take it into your body. If Isn't you're not- potassium a, a variation of salt? Like I was told to no, stay away no, from no, salt no, that's five sodium. years ago. That's sodium. Okay. <clears throat> potassium is something different. Potassium is just another electrolyte. But it's a critical electrolyte. Uh, it's. I think they say potassium. When people are low on potassium, it's when they get cramps. That fucking liquid IV shit, like starting to take electrolytes on a daily basis, changed how my body operates. Because I was always getting cramps. Now I don't ever get them anymore. Literally stop getting cramps. I get them because I was dehydrated. And I, you know, most people run around dehydrating. Dehydrated. You, you don't realize, like, you have to drink water all the water, fucking yeah. time, man. You really do. You have to drink water all the time. And if you don't do that, you're operating at a less than optimal method. You know, your 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 brain is not functioning the way it should. In football, a lot, you know, in in the, obviously in the hotter places, like you know, those games, it stalls <laughs> so much of the game. Oh yeah, man! All those cramps. Oh yeah. And they're trying to drink water the whole time, those big boys, but they're sweating it out faster than their body can absorb it. And yeah. they're fucking going full tilt. You know, I mean, imagine. 
imagine being a 290 pound super athlete just going full tilt just full stride whoo, 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 whoo. i mean the amount of uh, explosive exertion those guys put out in a game it's fucking nuts it's not like anything else. If you really think about it, even in fights, you know, there's a lot of moments in fights where they're pacing themselves, they're like this, they're moving, and then they explode occasionally. Football has these giant bursts where you're running at each other full clip, just all full sprinting, you know? And then you stop. They just, so they also have longer breaks than even mm -hmm. here. Because when you're on defense, you're on that sideline for maybe, you know, five, and, eight, ten minutes. And, bro, they all get injured. It's 100%. They all get injured. They all get injured. Joey, you would love this Aaron Hernandez series that they have on Wondery. Do you ever listen to Wondery, the podcast network? Yeah. It's very good. They're really well produced. They have this really good one on uh, Aaron Hernandez and his life and why he was so fucked up. Woo! It's crazy. Bro, he killed a bunch of people. Does it cover he, things? He killed that... people and got away with it. He killed more than the people he got in trouble with. He killed a guy in Florida. Yeah. He, he killed a few people. Did you watch the Netflix one? I so, did not. No. Yeah. I heard it was great. Yeah, they cover a lot of that. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy story. <laughs> but a lot of that, man, is his fucking brain damage. You believe he, that at see, that age? At 28 years old, when he killed himself, they said he had some of the worst CTE they had ever seen. And, you know, he grew up playing football. So he, he they, they did a study on kids... Like uh, all the way up through uh, professional, all the way down to high school uh, football players who had CTE. And they were like, it's most kids. It's most people who play football on a regular basis. Like more have it than don't have it. It's crazy. My, my town's a very big football town. We won the state championship. Kids went to Penn State from there. And I watch them. Mm -hmm. I've been watching them just for purposes. One guy... Killed himself. Mm. Um, but I'm watching these guys, and either either they're solid, or like one buddy is in the hospital. Oh, absolutely. And you know, so it's it's all those football players. Bro, Rose's Rose's teeing off on yeah, Andrade. Andrade is uh, getting really pieced up here. Look at that one, two. Rose is just sharper, and her footwork is better. Like constant movement. And her counters are on point. Look at that! Look at that block. Perfect timing. Knew when that punch was coming. And Andrade is just looking for openings. She's just looking to swing big hammer shots. Whereas Rose is kind of piecing her up. Oh, she missed with that flying knee. I think when it comes to that CTE, it really starts in college. It starts when you're in high school, bro. It's, it college is. I think it starts in high school. But college is where it really, because it's so competitive, college. Mm -hmm. And you're really banging it out out there. And you're young, you're strong as fuck, yep. you're juicing yep. off season, you train basically 11 months out of the year, six of those months with a helmet. I mean, you do uh, summers with a helmet, no helmets and shoulder pads, no contact. And you, so, yeah, and usually the better you are, the more. You're going to naturally hit your Boys, head. You the, watch more, this fight. the more you it means you're in on the play. This fight is wild. This is a wild fight. Rose is catching her with all kinds of big shots coming in, but Andrade keeps coming. Do you remember when uh, Yo Yoana fought Jessica Andrade, Tony? 
Sort of. I, I don't remember it being that dangerous of a fight for her at it all. It was dangerous. It was dangerous. But Joanna uh, was so technical. She's so good. That was when she was like legit in her prime. I got to say, I, I went back over the Wei Li Zhang fight, and you could see her winning a decision. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at that combination by Andrade. Damn, that was a hard combination. Good left kick to the body there, too. You could see, uh, but it's not bad enough where you couldn't see uh, Zhang winning it either. Uh, she she could have won it, too. You know, it, it reminded a me a lot of that sort of like Nate Diaz effect, too, because the damage that Ioana, what she looked like, has oh to God. affect the judges' decisions and perception. Right. There's right. no doubt about it. Same as every Nate Diaz fight where it looks like he's gotten beat up just because he has the two cuts that open in, in his eyes as soon as he starts. Right, Yolanda had that enormous swelling in her forehead. Yeah. It was crazy. But meanwhile, she acted like it was nothing. Like it didn't even exist. She didn't even, didn't even slow down. It was unbelievable. She looked totally Phenomenal. different by the end. And, and to keep fighting. And Wei Li, man. God damn, she's so good. Just so aggressive, both of them. I mean, that was absolutely one of my favorite fights. There's a fucking painting of it out in the hallway here. You saw it? Yeah. I mean, so cool. I mean, there's a reason why that painting's there. It's one of my favorite fights of all time. That was the first time that you watched the UFC that you didn't even care. She sucked, That fight sucked the air out of you. Mm. I watched it at a friend's house. It was amazing. After that, the party was over. Like nobody cared about that. Fight. Well, the problem was after it's, that was Stylebender versus Yoel Romero, yes, and that was, was a very tactical fight. Yes, Yoel would just stand right in like, front of him. But, but you got to remember, for, yeah. for twenty five minutes, you were pinned to the TV like you haven't been pinned. That Yoano Wang fight, I actually got to watch in the bar at La Jolla, like that main lobby. Oh, really? And like half the, because I closed out, I I took off five minutes from the uh, opener and five minutes from the feature. The only time I ever did that in my life Just was so because I wanted to do my time to not miss a thing. And that was one of those times, because I go... I said, light me when the second fighter in the main event gets to the octagon. Give me a safety <laughs> light. And I was already in the middle of my closer, and it was so cool. Oh, and, and and the majority of that audience, I mean, they were slammed in there. You could never, never, there won't be five people slammed, or in five years, there won't be that many people slammed in that room for any reason, all on top of one another, because they all knew that... The fight was on? Yeah. Uh, you mean that room meaning the bar? The bar area? Yeah, it's a, it's like this yeah. size, basically. That, that La Jolla Club is awesome. They're doing stand-up again now. They're closed. They closed again? Yeah, they yeah, reclosed. I was yeah. supposed to be there this weekend. When did they reclose? Tuesday. Because of the COVID. Yeah. The, it ramped up. It's crazy because San Diego is virtually open. They don't have that many cases down there. But there's one county outside of San Diego that has a shitload of cases. I also think they're realizing like people just can't be that close to that. When people see other people doing things, they're like, "Well, I can do it. We'll just do it ourselves. We'll just all hang out." Like, yep. Tuesday's the big day, guys. What's that? We should get shut down. So if the numbers What go, happens on Tuesday? We get shut down. What do you mean we get shut down? What are you hearing? We're going back to level 1. Really? Tuesday. Who we'll told you this? We just we were on we were on orange. He's waiting for the results from the weekend to see what the fuck goes on. It's He's interesting. He's gonna make the announcement Monday. They say deaths are down though. That's the down, but, but the cases are up are, high. So the cases are as high as they've ever been, or higher. I can't believe they opened up Disney World in Florida. Did they open it? Yeah, today. Like today? Yeah. Florida doesn't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. 
They don't. And that, that dude is goofy as fuck. The I, governor? Yeah, yeah. He's goofy as fuck, dog. That's not a good situation. Did you see him not be able to put on his mask? Yeah, he was trying yeah, to put no, it on vertical? He's, he's, mm. You guys have no idea. Like that guy, he had to follow other kids when he went to school every day to remember where it was. He was one of those fucking morons. Look at look how beautiful that jab is of Rose. She keeps popping that jab and she's bleeding out of her nose real good. Roses? Yeah. Oh, thick. Jesus. West Palm Beach is open, but Miami's done. Oh, Jesus. West Palm Beach is open? Yeah. Really? That's so close to Miami though. That's oh, what's Miami's crazy. Miami's done. Yeah, Miami's got like So the improv in Miami shut down? Yeah. But West Palm's still open. Yeah. Those clubs that are still open, they just roll those dice. I wonder what happened with that LOL comedy club after Callan and Shaw both tested positive and Stevie Blue Eyes. Oof. I wonder what they did. There. Oh, oh shit. Rose is in trouble. Rose oh, is in trouble. Yeah. Rose is in trouble. She got rocked. Oof. Good control here, but oh my god, her nose is a mess. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. I might faint. Yeah, her eye is a mess. Oof. Andrade is a tank, man. Uh-oh. Rose is looking for that arm bar, but she didn't have it. Didn't have it. Good technique here. Good guard use. Two minutes. Throwing time. her legs up there. Oh, nice. Good job kicking her off. Yeah, she might might be too busted up, man. Whatever's going on with her face is not good. See how, she, how quickly she covers up? That Andrade chick hits hard. Throwing them hammers. That power comes from those thick thighs of Andrade. Look at those tree trunks. Yeah, everything about her is thick. I just wish I saw. We were we were talking so much. I didn't really see what happened. What hurt her? Oh, oh shit! Oh man! Oh, oh. she got hurt. She got hit with a big right hand there on that counter. And that's right where the part of her face that's injured. Oh. oh. Man. Oh my God, she is busted up, dude. That nose Look at is her in face. bad shape. Everything, her whole face is a bloody mask. Oof. Oh my goodness, what a fight. Oh man. See, when when people slow down, and then you get into these exchanges, and one of them is just throwing hammers, and you keep getting hit. Like, when Andrade gets close, she's just winging these big shots. So every time they're having these exchanges, that's a nice left hook there. But Rose doesn't have enough energy to really keep her off of her. See, like, she's kind of, she's tired. So she's hitting her, but she doesn't have enough energy to really keep her off of her. And then in these exchanges, oh, look at that takedown. Oh, look at this. Rose she she got mounted. Wow. Rose is fucking tough. She's very tough. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Her face is a mess, dude. That left eye is fucked up. Oof. Oh, she just got hit hard. Oh, my God. Her oh, left that eye. eye is swelling fast. God, it's so nasty. She got hit on it again it's and, close. and again. And she can't see anything coming from that side. And she's got eight seconds to go here. Mm. When you have a, an eye that's that closed, you're so susceptible on that side. This might be it. They might stop it. It's over. Oh, it's over. That's the end of the third. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look oh, at her wow. eye, dude. Jesus That's Christ. Bad. That's one of the worst I've ever seen of her. Dog, if you go to mine, I'm getting a fucking potato. Oh, my God. Look I at it. something. I'm fucking starving. 
Joey Diaz brought Cuban food yeah, for us, and I fucked around George and went Mazdaval. to Chick-fil-A right Look before. Look these fucking Cuban balls of death. What are those? These are potato balls with the meat in the middle. Oh. I got a little fucking... Talk to Mike. You know me, dog. I show up with my own hot sauce. I don't want no misunderstandings. I understand. White people usually have Tabasco. Like, I'm supposed to be impressed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the fuck? So here it is. I'm what, with am you I making Bloody Marys? I'm with you, dude. Am I making Bloody Marys? I don't understand Tabasco regular at all. What the fuck is Tabasco? I yep. like it. Tabasco on eggs is very good. Very good. But not as good as any other but, hot sauce. But not Frank's. Yeah. Not this is... This well, is, this I'm is, a big fan of, like, El Yucateca. I like yeah. that real Mexican shit. Oh, no. Shit. I, like, I like it, too. But yeah. this... What is that? This is what we were... Frank's, Frank's hot. Frank's this red is, hot. Yeah, this is what you... Legit. Butter and this is a wing. That's legit. Anything else? Go fuck your mother. <laughs> you know who makes great hot sauce? Gringo Bandito. You I know that? that? Yeah. The offspring. Lead spring of offspring. Mm -hmm. Dexter. He's got his own hot sauce. Yeah. It's fucking great, man. It's really good. Real tasty. It's got a real kick to it. We don't even know who won this. It looks like Rose won on... Looks like at least the first two rounds in terms of like total strikes, but we were talking too much. It looked to me like she was winning the first two rounds, but when someone gets that badly beat up in the third and their face is that much of a mess, that infects the judges. Depends on how liberal they are with those 10 8 rounds, too, you know? God, my God, look at her eye. Oof. That's bad. You want something, though? You're not hungry? Sponsored by Manscaped. The UFC is sponsored by Manscaped now. Do you have one of them yet? Oh, yeah. I you, have the new version 3, yeah. Yes, the Absolutely. lawnmower 3. Yeah. Dude, it's it. fucking legit. <laughs> I legit. stand over the toilet. Oh, yeah. I stand right over the toilet. I take the Cuban egg roll, and I just go oh, like this. Oh, and then you pick oh, up your dick, and you go upward. Oh, yeah. And you take the nut sack, the whole thing. They got the Maluk water. They got the little packages that mm. just in case you want to wipe your nuts in case you're in a situation. Right. The ball wipes. The ball wipe. Fucking tremendous. Yeah. And they got great commercials. Yeah. They just do it right. They fucking sponsored the UFC. Well, it's amazing that people have been shaving their nuts forever, but Manscaped was the first person to figure out, or the first company to figure out, hey, we need a special tool to shave your nuts. Like, why does, why does anybody have a, a tool that doesn't nick your balls? Every time I would shave my balls, I would get a little tiny... A little tiny cut, unless I like I used a razor. I could use a razor, like uh, maybe some of that. Um, you ever? Do you ever use the uh, Dollar Shave Club Easy Butter? It, mm -mm. They have this butter that's like far superior to shaving cream, and you could use that with a razor as long as your hair is not too long. But if you let it go and you, you develop a bush and you want to use a trimmer, you're a, you're a great peril. You're in danger with a regular hair, like the trimmer I use in my head. I nick my balls all the time with that fucking thing. That's not good. You don't want no Frank's hot sauce? Dog, on the sandwich? This is, Spice up the pork This a thing bit. is so good. No, no, no. I ate dinner, are, these, uh, these but are it's, fucking world class. it's incredible. You should try one I'm of just these Cuban sandwiches. Eat on camera. I mean, on uh, microphone. Yeah. We're not going to eat on the microphone. You're I know. I understand you. I understand you. You're classy. <laughs> Look at Rose. My God, look at that eye. That is crazy. Oh, man. Her nose is cut. Her eyes cut. Whew. God damn, that eye is crazy swollen, man. Wow. So you want to be a fighter. Like ladies that want to be a fighter, like look at that nose. Look at that gash in her nose. 
The UFC has really good plastic surgeons, luckily. It's kind of amazing. The uh, the work that they do on them in between uh, fights, like when someone gets cut up like this, they'll sit them down, they inject like Novocaine in there, and then they put stitches inside and outside. They go all through the, the meat of the tissue. They don't just stitch the top. Have you ever seen them get cut, uh, stitched up after fights? No. It's pretty heavy duty, man. What do they do with an eye like that? They cut it like out of no, a movie? No, 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 That's all horse shit. That, that movie, uh, Rocky, when they did that, cut me, Mickey, I can't see. Cut me, cut me. They would never cut you. Ne never in a million years. They made that up. What they would do is put uh, ice on it and an end swell. End swell is a, a piece of metal that they stick in ice, and it gets real cold, and they take that, and they press the liquid and move it away from your eye so you could see. The, the, it, it puts the swelling down a little And then they put ice on it But the only thing that's going to help that eye is time The nose is the problem That nose has got to get stitched up for sure That's a big gash They all develop cuts On the nose though Everybody gets scar tissue around here But when you get a guy like Nate Diaz Like you were saying like He just gets hit once or twice I watched Nate Diaz versus Masvidal again this week and uh, like right away, first couple combinations, and Nate's bleeding. Yeah, just he, he always bleeds. He's got so much scar tissue. I believe he's bled with just about everybody. Yeah, it's almost impossible to not make. Him his bleed. brother had an operation. He had his bones of his eyebrows uh, shaved down a little bit to uh, make it so that uh, it doesn't cut as much. It still didn't really help because it's the uh, scar tissue it just opens up. So this next fight is a motherfucker. This next fight is Jose Aldo and Piotr Jan. That's a that's a serious fight. This is the biggest fight for Jan ever, for sure. But he's very good, man. Super technical striker. Real strong, too. I always feel for the Russian fighters because it's like you know that they probably have even crazier pressure than a normal anyone any other nationality. Like there's, a, I feel like, Putin and the Russians are literally like, you must win. That's <laughs> like the, Rocky IV. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You right over there, Joey? <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't know if you know this. Porto's is the number one restaurant in California. Porto's it's called? Yeah. Where's it at? Glendale, Burbank, and Downey. They're the number one fucking restaurant in California. Service. Look it up, Jamie. The okay. The, look at this shit. The it looks pork good. Is clean, Bobby. <laughs> it looks good. And next time I come up, I'm bringing uh, uh, my. What are those red deli. things in there? What is that? Are those peppers in the, in the, in the fucking, tray? No, I put, in the tray. No, that's the. What is that? Oh, the wrapper. Made, yeah, from the wrapper. I was like, what is that? I can't see what that is. I didn't show up here with fucking mumbo jumbo, you know. I understand. <laughs> So smoke so, some reefer, get some hunger too. This is, uh, <laughs> I, t I ate two deluxe spicy chicken sandwiches. I'm you not going to be hungry. You are fucking disgusting. I know. <laughs> not only that, you have no respect for fucking gay people. You got no respect for gay oh, people. Oh, that's right, Chick-fil-A is anti-gay. You got no gay. respect for nothing, do you? Ah, uh, I didn't think God of that. Sucker. I didn't think of that. I would have went to In-N-Out. <laughs> In-N-Out is worse. more supportive and diversity. That causes with Goya. They're cousins with Goya? Yeah, now you can't Goya, Goya likes no Trump. Oh, they fuck Spanish people at an all-time high. Pull, pull up. <laughs> yeah, Spanish, 
What's the Goya what? thing? I didn't Especially get to Puerto see. Ricans. The Goya company, the president, was it the president or the CEO of Goya said something in support of Donald Trump, and now people are going crazy At about all, Goya. Puerto Ricans are on fire right now. They're and mad. the Spanish people are having a great week. Because I don't know if you know, on Netflix they released the Walter McGallo documentary. Here's Defending the Goya a minute. Jorge Masvidal fights the woke mob. Look at that. Masvidal! He's fighting the woke mob. He said I'm sure he did. But uh, Goya's week, probably his boys. This week they released this documentary, Joe Rogan. This is what every Spanish person has grown up with. Can you get it for me, Jamie? See if it's on. It's called... Uh, uh, mucho amor. It's the documentary on Walter McGallo. On uh, wait till you see this fucking beauty, Joe Rogan. Wait till you see this guy. This guy was the Who biggest star in the world. That's gotta, a guy. Yes. Come it's, on. It's a Netflix that's documentary. Someone, who is that? I someone that's someone playing him. this person, or is that the you, actual person? That's the person. What is that? The, it, bro, this is you gotta That's watch. That's an old this. lady. You gotta see the scam Come they on, did wait on a him. This is a guy. This is a guy, Joe Rogan. This thing will blow your fucking mind. He was the biggest Latin star in the world. People begged for him. He gave horoscopes. What? He gave hor- BC. He became a giant star. Giving you horoscopes. He would just give you horoscopes. Amor, amor, y mas amor. He would just give you horoscopes and shit. Walter Mercado? So Telemundo picked him up. Howard Stern, even Howard Stern said to him, you're the Jesus of Spanish people. He goes, I'm not as big as Jesus. I just, you know. But uh, you got to, the whole documentary <laughs> is the rise and fall of Walter McGallo. Well, I've never heard of this guy before. Can you, what is the deal? Do reel on this fam, the trailer fam? What does he do? What's his thing? He, I just told you. Yeah, but I mean, horoscope. Listen. not just horoscopes. Horoscopes. Ready. Scorpio, you are very determined. And so, look at oh the crowds. God, he sold more insane. tickets than you. Look at him on Howard Stern. That's insane. Dog, he was. How do I not know about this, this guy? This, 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 if you're Spanish, you grew up on him, and not, you don't know. You weren't allowed to talk wow. when you were Spanish in front of this guy. Really? If your mom, if he came on, your mom would say, "Hold on," because you had to wait for your sign. He would tell you the sign of the day. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. So you were like, oh, shit. I'm going to hit the number. I'm going to go <laughs> put a bet in. I'm going to go, you know. It's really? a good day. Look to when, look he, when he started. Yeah, in Puerto Rico. Wow. This guy was his manager. The guy stole his identity from him. Had him just sign over. Oh, no. His face, his character, and his name. He found out. Fights for his name. Yeah. He got him for $14 million. <gasps> Fucking tremendous. He had nothing but capes. <laughs> this motherfucker. Capes. Nobody <laughs> ever said a word about Whoa, him. As he got older, look at his face. Holy yeah, shit. He went under the radar. Walter McGallo, tremendous. Wow. So Spanish people were having a good fucking week. They were like, God <laughs> damn and shit. And then And Goya. then fucking Goya had to fuck it up for everybody. Mm. Mucho, mucho amor. Damn. I mean, that's all the Goya guy did is he said something pro-Trump. That's it? That's it? That's, that's it. all you have to do today. That's all you got to do today. Bro, people are in a, they're in a they lather. Fit. Puerto they're Ricans f- like, you know what? They've kind of like, you know, they've stolen from the Puerto Ricans. And then Trump didn't help the Puerto Ricans with all the hurricane stuff. And now you're going to side with them. That's how they felt, you know. 
I mean, what was Trump's statement about Puerto Rico? There was something about how corrupt everything was over there, and that they did help, but the problem was corruption in Puerto Rico. Dog, whenever there's a national disaster, there's always corruption. Okay. Mm. As soon as there's a national disaster, wait till the corruption to start. As soon as Katrina, who went to jail with Katrina? The mayor. The mayor, that's big money, Jack. Katrina, everybody's supposed to get the first wave of The checks. mayor went to jail after Katrina? New Orleans, check it out. I didn't know African-American that. gentleman. Mm. For fucking dip, double dipping. They get greedy when a national disaster comes. So, so here we are about to see uh, Jose Aldo and uh, Piotr Jan. Now, what's interesting about this fight is people think of Aldo as being done. Some people do. But Aldo's only 33. Make sure that's correct. He's either 32 or 33. He might be 32. Like, he's not old. But he burst onto the scene when... 33? That's crazy, man. I mean, he's in his prime. Aldo's in his prime. And in my opinion, he beat Marlon Moraes. He lost a decision. The UFC agrees with that opinion, which is why he's fighting Piotr Jan for the title and not Marlon Moraes. That's a very rare time where someone loses a fight and then gets a fight for the title and everybody agrees. And this is where it's at right now. I mean, people, people saw that fight and they're like, yeah, I think, he, I think he won. Let him fight for the title. And so as soon as... Henry Cejudo stepped down. Henry Cejudo's trying to fight that Ryan Garcia guy, that boxer. You know who he is? Mm -mm. Ryan Garcia is like, he's the latest, really popular, up-and-coming young boxer. He's ridiculously fast. Heavyweight? No, 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 no. Lightweight, 135. All right. He's got a fucking... Cr you got that... <laughs> spray <laughs> the spray lights all like Who's he color. punching in the stomach here? Is that Logan Paul? Jake, Jake Paul. Let me see him. Oh my god, he hit him right in the solar plexus. <laughs> he let Ingano punch him, or excuse me, Ingano let him punch him with uh, a body shield on, and Ingano didn't even feel it. But then Ingano started letting big people punch him with no body shield. Ingano's so big, man. He's scary as hell. He's the scariest guy of all time. In terms of like overall physical danger that you're in whenever he's swinging there's no one scarier than Ngannou I'll never forget being there when he knocked uh Alistair Overeem yep yeah oh my that God. was insane you should have been there for the last one what, why is that swinging Jamie what happened Are we have ghosts in here no it's just loose oh <laughs> I had it barely hanging in there. the um the last one when he knocked out Jarzino Rosenstrike there was no one in the audience so it was Ooh. one of those apex fights. Wow. So uh, and they did it right in front of us. Like yeah. he charged him and just hit him with this left hook, and then R Rosenstrike drops, and then he pounds him out while he's he was already out cold, and he hits him with these two big bombs. So you hear them. I mean, both of them are two sixty five, and they just uh, collided. Those are Altoids, Joey. Just so you know. Yeah. I know. Which are Altoids? I I, I love that for it's almost present. I brought in. What is was Altoids? Somebody sent me an email. They went through. A, they were moving a house. They ripped up the carpet, and underneath they found the plank. What does it say? Filled with quaaludes, and they took. Oh, it says quaaludes. Yeah, quaalude bottle. I was ready to drop a lewd. <laughs> you know me, dog. Why it's did you do this to him, Jamie? That's so rude. I'm like, I don't understand what's going on here. 
I just um, looked over. He was sniffing what was ever oh, in that bottle. You were already at like second base oh, with the quaaludes I, over oh there. Oh, my God. I, yeah. <laughs> I never know. I, I know he has like scientists come on. So maybe some guy brought him a fucking old quaalude. I would have so, taken two of those. You would have been driving me home. I was going to say, oh, you didn't even want to have a drink right. earlier. Oh, You're like quaaludes. Oh, I would be happy to drive you home. Oh, I would have <laughs> eaten. You have whatever you want. I'll drive you home. I would have eaten two ludes. Leave your car in the garage. Scotch. We'll have your car parked in the oh. back. Um, so here's the thing about Aldo too. Aldo used to struggle to make 75, or excuse me, to make 45, because he used to walk around like 170 pounds. He was big, and um, he just really had a hard time many times making the weight, and suffered. But then when he went down to 135, he got a nutritionist for the first time in his career. And now he has zero problem getting to 135. His cut to 135 is way easier than his cut to 45, he said. Which is crazy. Energy it, level's the same. Fucking you. tremendous. His last fight with Marlon Marais, he was just attacking the entire time. Just running him down and attacking. This is the way he should have been at his whole career. He should have been at 135 his whole career. And he can win a belt here for the first time since Connor knocked him out, huh? Oh, yes. Well, he won a belt. He won the interim featherweight title um, after Connor. He lost it to Max Holloway. I think that's true, right? 99% positive that's true. I think he he beat... I forget who he beat. But he knocked out um, Jeremy Stevens. He uh, knocked out Hinato Moicano. And both those guys are big, powerful 45ers. And he just decided to try to fight at 35. And he looked better at 35 than ever. Like a lot of times when a guy later in his career, when they cut weight, it's sort of a last-ditch effort, and you start thinking, man, this guy's in trouble. This guy's got that Chernobyl power behind him right here, born and down the river. How dare you? Nuclear power. Pretty sure he trains in Thailand. I think he's a uh, uh, Phuket top team guy. I want to do that one day. Was, I had Hannibal on the other day. Hannibal is such an interesting guy. And one of the things he did, he took a whole month off by himself and just went to Thailand and trained Muay Thai. Not even like, doesn't even have experience in it. It's not like he tr- did his whole life, he always wanted to be a Thai boxer, thought it'd be fun to train and live in Thailand for a month. Nope, just decided to go. Went to fucking Thailand, trained there, and I just happened to be in thailand at the same time with my family so he came up from i think he was in bangkok he came up to chiang mai where we were at and hung out with us we had dinner and shot the shit i was like what are you doing out here man he's like i'm training muay thai he's an interesting guy you know what he's doing now he's going to ghana he's gonna live in ghana i go for how long he goes i don't know a few months it's gonna up and live in i mean no wife, no kids, do whatever the fuck he wants. He has real estate. He's made investments. He's got money. That's great. It's great. It's, it's exciting. I, I like when someone lives like that. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to live in Ghana. Is I there a reason it. why he picked Ghana? He's from Ghana. Oh. His, his, he did his ancestry test and his, on his father's side. Um, uh, a lot of it's from Ghana. And, you know, he felt like, hey, man, what a great way to get material. And what a great experience. Just the life experience to go there and live there. But also, I mean, imagine how much material he's going to get living in Africa for three months. So uh, Ghana, Africa, not 
where fucking Jim Jones. That's Guyana. That's, that's South Guyana. America. Okay. Yeah, that's South America. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go down there. That that place is probably still fucked. You know, from that, like the 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 bad bad voodoo in the air from that fucking. That, that was. You ever I, watch that documentary? I didn't watch it. I oh. lived it. Remember, I was a kid. Like, I went to my mother's bar, and they had the fucking congressman. They had the whole thing. Mm. I watched it, and then years later, you know. You read it, you know, Hollywood, whatever. To this day, they say, don't the drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Meanwhile, do you know it wasn't even Kool-Aid? It was like a cheaper version of, uh, of like, you know, some fucking punch mix. Maybe a little Kool-Aid, too. Maybe they did that's have some just, Kool-Aid. He was doing drill tests. Mm. He was making them do shit before. I just watched something recently during the quarantine. Yeah, the, the scary part of that documentary to me were those morning announcements he'd make on right. the fucking PA system. Well, he, he used to say whatever creepy shit. He was shooting speed. He wasn't sleeping for days. He was a meth addict. Back in mm. the 70s, that strong garage. When you're on an island like the that? The shit the Hells Angels sold, that shit that came in chunks. Guyana's on an island. Oh, it's not? No. No, Guyana, where he Jim was. Jones, where is it? It's in South America. And it's just, it's, it's, it's by, a country. It's, it's part of something. I don't think Guyana's an island. Okay. I'm, I'm 99% sure of that. Is Guyana an island? I think it's just, a, it's a country in South America where he set up his cult. I think they felt like they were being persecuted in the United States, which they always are. Because <laughs> it's always the same story. Yeah. One guy winds up stealing all the money, fucking everybody's woman. What is it? Yeah, it's just a part of uh, South America. You were in San Francisco as a yeah. child, weren't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was you in San Francisco when him. I was going well, down. He was yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I remember it being in the news. Jonestown. I don't remember it. I remember in Jonestown was when I got. Well, home. I remember Waco way more than that. Oh Waco my God. was not, but Waco was fucking the first one. Look at all those dead people, man! Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's what's so crazy. They're all just lying there, poisoned. So scary. And that poison doesn't work as good as everybody thinks it does. Oh, no, it takes a little time. Yeah, yeah. it burns and shit because oh. it's pure poison. Oof, oof. This is a Here, great like fight. This is a great fight because this is like the big test for Jan and for Aldo, man. You want to talk about dudes been around the block. You can't fight a more experienced guy in world-class competition than Jose Aldo. He's about as experienced as they get. But what's interesting about Aldo is he was the best kicker. Like, he the would best leg fuck kicks. people's legs up. Oh my he God. almost never kicks anymore. Almost never kicks. Now he just concentrates almost entirely on his boxing. If you watch him fight now, it's very rare that he throws a kick. Very rare. It used to be like he would chop with those fucking leg kicks, man. I mean, it was like the most important part of his game because he would hit you with one. Like when he fought Uriah Faber, I mean, he he hit Uriah Faber with oh the first God. leg kick yeah. and Uriah was done. It was just a matter of time. And now Aldo very rarely throws kicks. And I really want to ask, get someone like a translator and ask him why. But I don't want to tell anybody. <laughs> you know, I'd, I would, I'd tell him, like, just tell me and I won't tell anybody. I just want to, I mean, is it an injury? Like, what is it? Because it might be. It might be like his knee's fucked up. He can't kick anymore. Because all these guys, you know, he's been in the sport forever. And then before that, he was a, a high-level Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Been training forever, right? He's got to have some si serious injuries. And he played soccer. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Soccer guys all have fucked up knees. 
Soccer is like one of the best ways to tear your ACL. Those guys tear their ACLs. Like, oh, shit. Jan just hit him with a big right hand. The thing about this at this weight class, though, oh, there's a kick. At this weight class, Aldo is so durable. He's so strong because he's used to fighting those 45ers. Oh, Ooh, shit. Boy. He got cracked. Yep. Oh, my God. Jan is so sharp. But look, Aldo can take it at 35 because he's used to getting hit with, like, Connor, big-ass yeah. 45ers, you know? He's used to getting hit with, you know, Hernando Moicano, who went up to lightweight. The guy's got dudes. a scar on his face, Joe. He's used to getting fucking something. Yeah. You I think know, he, he fell on a barbecue grill when he was a kid. Oh, shit, look, there's there his kicks go. again. There you go. He's back to kicking. Dude, he can't only take so many of those. Oh, this is heating up quick. Oh, my goodness. Damn, this is good right away. Jan switches stances. He's very clever. He's setting up traps. He also doesn't want that left leg out front because if Aldo keeps kicking at it, you know, everybody was always wondering, like, when Aldo's going to return with his leg kicks because they were the thing that everybody avoided forever. And you see, like, he throws two in this fight, and both of them spin Jan around. Those guys that come from that soccer background, man, they can fucking kick. The amount of leg strength you have, and, like, you're, you're used to whipping your legs around. Oh, we looked for one there. Look that. He almost spun himself around on that. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Jan goes up high. Sneaky. Well, Aldo got hit with a high switch kick by Marlon Marais in, in their fight in the first round. Marais throws that. He throws this really sneaky left switch kick to the head. It's like a whip. Another kick by Aldo. I like it. Aldo back to kicking. He's landing that straight left, too. Mm. Throwing a lot of kicks. I like it. That's that. That's a lot to me. That means a lot, because that means he's got all the weapons. Because when he's just tracking guys down and try to throw bombs on them with the punches, I feel like he's just not the same guy. He's not as versatile. You don't have as many things to think about. Like when he was in the WEC, he uh, opened up in this fight with Cub Swanson with a flying knee and knocked him out. And the first few seconds of the fight it was wild. There he goes again. See? He's spinning him around with that kick. When Aldo kicks your fucking legs, man, it takes a lot of movement away. It fucks a lot of things up in fighters because they have to think about that now. And this is only the first round. This is a five-rounder because it's a title fight. Aldo keeps chopping at that leg, and I hope he does. Ooh, Jan with a big, big kick to the body. Oh, uh, Aldo with the shot. Look wow. at that trip. Gets him down. Oh! oh! Big shot by Jan. Oh, my goodness. What's he doing? What's that ref doing? Oh, Whoa. shit. Oh, shit. Look at that. Jan is mean. He's mean. He doesn't want uh, uh, Aldo with his fingers inside the gloves. Oh, okay. That's what's going on. You, you're not allowed to. Oh, he got hit with a big shot there. Oh, he's hurt. He's wow. hurt real oh, bad no. to the body. Yep. Real bad. Real bad to the body. He just break his sternum? No, he got hit with a liver shot, man. Oh, he man. can't get up right now. He can't get up. He's got to kind of take this. Jan's fucking him up, man. 
wow, it's the end of the round. He got hurt real bad with a body shot, real bad. See that redness around the right side of his body? That's where your liver is. Oof. You can see when he got hit, he covered up and winced. I hope they show that in the replay. Yeah, it looked higher up to me, but maybe I just missed it. No, I went, he hit him right in the body. You know, Joe, whether he's 32 or 33, he's gone through some wars. He's right? definitely gone through some wars. But what's, what was interesting is, oh, look at that right hand. Boom. It was uh, his movement. Look at that. Spun him around with that low kick. It was his movement. Look at the uppercut to the body and the left hook. His movement that caused that wound up being on his back. See, this is the end, but this is not what caused the body shot. I want to see the body shot. Look at these big bombs he's getting hit with, though. My God. Yawn is hitting him with some big fucking shots. They didn't show the body shot on the ground, yeah. unfortunately. But now Yawn is fired up coming into the second round. But it was Aldo trying to take him down that fucked that up for him. All right, let's see what happens now. Okay, both guys assuming like a Muay Thai stance. Look at yeah, that light Jan's front leg. Yeah, that left leg up so it doesn't get kicked. Well, that's Thai style. You know, that's uh, that light front leg. It's also, you could throw a teep from there. You could throw that inside leg kick. He's ready to check. They're both doing that. So yeah. Look at them. They're both. They're both Thai style right now. Oh, kicked him with it already. Just a few of those, man. And your legs fucksville. And Aldo's already hit him. Oh, Ooh. two in a row. Aldo's starting to light it up. Oh, see, oh, switch stances. Wow. And then he goes oh, to the body. Shit. Oh, shit. Fuck that. Shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh. see, that's what I saw, too. It looked high up. What looked high up? That punch. Stephen Thompson just tweeted that he thinks Ho Jose's uh, rib is broken. Mm-hmm. Might have been. So it was way up there, and he grabbed his chest like that. It looked horribly painful. To Anywhere, get a guy to grab his chest or a rib or something. Like, right here is where your liver yeah. is. See where my hand is? Yeah. And your liver is big. Your liver is a big target. It's like it's quite a large, large patch that you can really fuck someone up. And when you get hit there, it's the weirdest feeling, man. Everything goes like this. Oh. Everything just freezes. And some guys can suck it up and make it look like nothing. But most of the time when you get hit there, your body just kind of seizes up. It's very rare that a guy can play that off. Oh, Aldo just hit him with a liver shot. Woo! Aldo hit him with a good left hand with the liver there. He switched stances again, left leg forward, and then immediately chops at it. Damn, this is like the Aldo of old. Oh, good right hand to the body by Jan. Damn, this fight is good. Oh, wow, he's he fucking is, that leg up, He's man. kicking it up in the air every Bro, time. That leg. Oh, now he's oh, attacking shit. the inside of the right leg. Jan's leg is in trouble. That left leg is in real trouble already. Oh, look at that. He kicks it. <laughs> oh, front leg side kick to the thigh. Jan is really strong. Like, you can see it when he, when he clinches up with dudes. He's just one of those guys that's very, very physically strong. And he's fucking mean. You know, there's like extra meanness that some guys have, and Jan's got that. 
Damn, this is good. Russians are wild, man. I just watched this Oliver Stone interview thing. You ever see that on Showtime? Oliver Stone interviews Putin? No. Five-part series? I stumbled across it. Because I watched another crazy documentary on Showtime. Oh God, what's their new one called? Where the about the kid that gets uh, it's brand new. It's crazy. It's about a high school football player that gets accused of um, being a pedophile, <gasps> of sexually abusing a child, and it turns out he was completely wrongfully convicted. Oh no! Yep. For well, years he was in prison while the other guy went on <sighs> to do it to more people. Oh no! Yep. The outcry. Outcry. It was unreal. What happens to a guy like that? Do they have to pay him? And if how much oh, can yeah. you pay the guy? Yeah. How much can you pay him? Yeah, I can't remember if they even give out the actual payment. But, I mean, you, you changed his life. Oh, yeah. There's no number you could ever put on that. Right. Did someone lie on the witness stand? Like, what, why'd they convict him? It's so crazy. Um, Don't tell me. Okay. I'll watch it. Yeah. It's well worth not knowing. This is the most kicks I've ever seen Aldo throw in recent years. Look at that. It goes high. Oh, shit. He fucked Jan up. Jan's in trouble. Jan's in trouble. He hurt him there with that combination. The kick to the body. Look at that left hook to the oh, body. Oh, man. He's only recently filed a lawsuit. So. Oh, only recently. So he hasn't been paid yet. Yeah. Oh, poor guy. You imagine you have to get a job after that. Your whole you've been in jail for years. Not only that, year. but it was pretty. He had a sc- full scholarship for football. He was a badass football player. Oh my god! Full scholarship, and he his plan was to be in the NFL, and he probably would have been able to do it. Oh my god! As they, they show you the clips of him as a Texas high school football player, and he's just a star athlete, collapsing, crushing quarterbacks. And how old is he now? Oh man, I think he spent three or four years in prison, right? Something like that. At least, at least two. And he had to sign up, you know, and they, have, they do the whole See thing. See that? Liver. Right to the liver. I missed it. It was 100% the liver. Yeah. They just showed it. This is, um... I can't fucking imagine being wrongly accused of mm. going in jail. Well... I mean, something like and, that. and and you know what it happens a lot guys yeah. oh all the it time it happens a lot especially when you have a public defender's office handling that because the case is so overloaded they just cut deals they just cut deals you're basically a a piece of meat right and, and you imagine if you you're know. a public defender and guys are lying to you all the time, and you don't know who's innocent and who's not. Everybody Plus, says there's innocent. no budget. There's no. I, I don't have a budget to hire an investigator, right? To go talk to the people who were there that night. When you're, a, a, you know, there's so many different obstacles you have. You know, when I got sentenced, I got sentenced with an attorney. You know, it was a big difference than going in there with a public fucking defender. It's a big difference in not paying. That guy's got eighty people. He's got to take care of. He's just in business of cutting, cutting you out of a, a, a oh, cutting a deal. Oh, two big shots to the body from Aldo. Bro, Aldo looks good. Aldo We're in the third good. here. He had that one moment in the first where Jan hit him with that big body Aldo. shot. Oh, look at Aldo. And Jan is forced to switch stances. Jan's fighting southpaw now. 
because Aldo's got his left leg all fucked up. He's got two more rounds to work on that right leg. He's now he's throwing kicks with the uh, left leg, but he's going to try to chop at that that right leg as well. Oh, good shot with the left leg. This is a good fucking fight, man. This is a very good fight. And this is the first time Jan um, has had to fight five rounds in the UFC, if, I, if I'm correct. Aldo's done it many times. He's been at least scheduled for multiple, multiple five-round fights. All of his championship fights. I mean, think about how many fights this guy's fought. And went five-round fights, went, oh, good shot to the body by Aldo. Back when he wasn't cutting weight correctly either. Oh, shit. Aldo looks good. Oh, wow. nasty left hook oh, to the man. liver. Dig into that liver. Jan's in trouble. Jan is in trouble. Oh, look at that. Jan comes back with the left kick. His left leg is chewed up, and now he's just using it as a weapon. Oh, wow. Aldo. Wow. Oh, oh, my God. This is Aldo of old. Kid. Oh, again, oh. left hook to the body. God. Oh, my God. He hurt him with that left hook to the body, and now Jan is standing orthodox again. He's hit him God there so damn. many times. Look at that left leg. Look, look at Jan's left calf. See how red it is and swollen? Look at it. When, when they'll show it if they give you a side angle. Look at his left calf. Yep, yep, it's yep. fucked up, man. It's fucked up. Aldo just needs a couple shots on that. See, now Jan, oh, we hit it again. Every time Jan is throwing a punch, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like 35% oh. less powerful because of that leg. His leg just, he can't generate power off that left leg. I mean, he could do it a little bit, but it's gonna, he's going to be missing something. God damn, it's a good fight. It's crazy that Aldo drops down to 35 and just like becomes a, a reinvented fighter. It's unbelievable. And then when you find out he's really only 33, like, wow, he's been around forever. Oh, I mean, he's been a world champion forever. First ever featherweight champion in the WEC, first ever featherweight champion in the UFC. I mean, when they instituted the weight class, he was the guy. They brought him over from the WEC. Again, that left hook to the liver. Woo! He's hit that spot so many times. He likes that combination, what they call the duchy. It's a left hook to the liver and a right leg kick. That's like a Ernesto Hust special. Woo! Look at this. My wow. God. Yeah, these guys are banging. Is tremendous. This is a fast pace too, yeah. man. That's the crazy thing about Aldo going to 35 that he said, oh, oh beautiful shit. spinning. Beautiful, beautiful. He caught him resting. That's the thing about Jan, man. He's so clever. He's filled with so many. He's got so many techniques. Again, oh, oh my man. God. Get out of there. Left hook to the liver by Aldo and a counter shot to the head by Jan. Oh, oh. Jan goes crazy. Look at this. <laughs> Oh, my God. Knee up the middle by Aldo. Whew. Oh, nice elbow off the break by Jan. Aldo keeps giving the last minute of these rounds to him. Man, this is a crazy this fight. Is great. This is a crazy fight.
Whew. I don't know if that's the right mentality. Win the round for the first four minutes and give him I'm one it's, minute. He's not end. trying to right, do that. Right, no, I know. It's not a mentality. It's just, right. he's just getting, this is just a really close fight. Oh, and then he worked for the spin there. I watched the best breakdown of Ollie Frazier, a guy that went back and looked through all the interviews of both of them and tells you how they're feeling in between each round and everything on YouTube. It's so cool. Like he's, that. he's telling you at one point, like at the end of this round, Muhammad Ali said this is the closest to death he's ever felt, and it's just the end of round 11 or round 12 or something. I think that was Rumble in the Jungle, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thrilla, in Man Thrilla in Manila? Or Rumble? No, Thrilla in Manila was in the Philippines. Whatever, Which one was? I think it was the th Thrill in Manila was Joe oh, Frazier was, was Rumble in the Jungle Ali and Fra or uh, Foreman. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, this one was Frazier Ali. They don't do that anymore with like names. Yeah. That was a festival. Thrilla in Manila. You know that what I mean? A festival. Do you know that? A festival. Oh, that's why right. James Brown. No, that was the that was Zaire. Right? Zaire, yeah, that's but right. that was that's uh, right. That was the Foreman then? fight. That was a it was Foreman fight. Ali, right? Yeah, I believe so. That was the one where James Brown came out and put yes, on a concert. Yes. It was B. B. fucking King. insane. B.B. King. King played too? Oh. Wow. Wasn't James Brown at the beginning of one of the Rockies too? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Living in America. <laughs> and Apollo Four. Creed's dancing. Ow. Three. Three? No. Yeah. No, you're right. Russia. Four. It was Russia. Russia. Right. It was, it was when uh, T was Drago. Three. Right. He Mr. T two. was three. Yeah. Three is three. Zaire in 74. That's Rumble in the Jungle? Concert was promoted by Don King. Part of the build-up for the Ali Foreman fight. Wow. God Bill damn. Bill, Bill Withers. Bill Withers. Oh, yeah, bro. shit. I got the YouTube. Wow. It's on YouTube. Brilliant. Oh, he's Bill the Withers best, destroys man. the place. Oh, my oh, God. With an acoustic guitar. Yep. Oh, destroys the place with an acoustic guitar. I played Bill Withers the other day while I was working out. Put, yeah. some, put some use me on. Oh, man. Lean you got to check out his live at Radio City Music Hall. Yes. Oh, what yes. he does live is so crazy, especially with that song with uh, Look at this Use Me. fight, man. Because he uses the crowd like an instrument, uses their claps Ooh. and everything. Ooh. He, he keeps looking for that left hook to the body, and then Jan counters with that right hook to the head. Oh, elbow over the top. What a fight. Oh, nice knee to the body. where's the dog? He's at home. Went swimming today. We hung out. Had a good time. <laughs> you go swimming in like your pool? Yeah, with the dog. Nice. He loves it, man. I jump in the pool. He's like, yippee. And he, he just jumps, jumps in. in. Oh, oh yeah. that's so cool. Well, he's a golden retriever. They, they're, you know, they're duck hunting dogs. They're retrievers. Like, they're the sweetest, kindest dogs, but, like, they were developed to hunt birds, really. Pretty sure. Oh, look at that. Went for the trip. Oh, those are a little tired here. It's these moments where one guy needs to catch a breath and the other guy doesn't. A lot of things can change and happen in those moments. But Jan is still being forced to fight from that southpaw stance. That opens up a lot of shit, though. It opens up power kicks from both guys. 
because the body's open. Oh, yam with a good combination. But Aldo is so good with that right low kick to the orthodox opponent. That's like such a big weapon for him that when someone fights him southpaw, it kind of changes that. Oh, Jan with a jumping knee attempt. Wow, Aldo has landed more significant strikes already in this fight than any other fight. Than any crazy. other fight? Yeah, it's at his personal best. Wow, that's crazy. 106 look, landed. Jan keeps coming. Look at him. He's, he's so strong. See, Aldo's trying to take a little breather here, catch his breath, and Jan senses it. He's coming on strong. One thing that Aldo has had a problem with in the past is when guys pressure him, he, he has had problems maintaining the stamina, and that's what Max Holloway did to him in both fights, particularly in the second fight, because Aldo fights in such an explosive way that when you explode like that and dig in with big shots, you're like sprinting, and you need, some, you need a break. Whereas Max Holloway, everything is like pop, 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 pop. He puts that pace on you, and that's what he did to Aldo. And... Um, Jan is doing it to him right now. Cool. As long as Aldo's leading, like he was leading in the Marlon Marais fight, he never got tired, but he's not being pressured. And Jan is pressuring oh, him. Oh, shit. So this is not good. This is not good. This is not good. But it's great for Jan. He's going to yeah. beat him up. This might be it. This might be it. There's a whole minute to go. He's trying to grab the wrist. He just used just wrist control, but that's hard. Oh, Jan goes right over through with the knee. That's going to allow him to hit some big shots. 154 significant totals, total strikes, 156 significant, 146 rather significant strikes. That's crazy. These guys are throwing bombs. Oh, man. Oh, Ooh. shit. Big elbow over the top. 30 seconds to go. Can he survive? It just takes a few big shots from here. Look at him. He's looking. He's looking. He's going to try to throw those legs to the side. He just doesn't know which way to go. And Aldo is not, oh. he's not a big threat with submissions off of his back, especially not now. Why is that? Isn't that weird for a Brazilian like that? Well, I mean, it's just never been his forte. He's never really, uh, in my recollection, ever really submitted anybody with like an armbar or anything off the back. He's, when he's on his back, he's just kind of hanging on and holding on. Although he does have great Brazilian jiu-jitsu skills. He's never been like a, a guard specialist. His nose is fucked up. That's a great school that he came from, right? What's Novo Unyao. Yeah, Unyau. top top of flight, one of the very best. And uh, Andre Pedneris, who's his head instructor. That's the guy in front of him, not not the UFC cut man. Right, but there's another guy. guy. With the little head, dude. Not that guy. The, he's he. You can't see him on I camera know who right it is. now. I know who it is. Yeah. Okay. Andre. Pedneris is uh, a real veteran. I mean, he was around the old school Valley Tudo days. See, look at this. Look at that counter. So Aldo's looking for the left hook to the body, and Jan is waiting for him to throw it, and then he immediately counters. Look at that jab. Woo! He's so good at fighting from this position, man. That's such a, a, a big plus that he can fight so good from a southpaw position as well. Because even though his left calf is fucked up, he basically took leg kicks out of the equation by switching stances because Aldo was not having nearly as much success with that right leg kick to the right front leg as he was to the left front leg. Is this the fifth and final round? Oh, yep. shit. I wonder who's winning they this. They know this is a great fight, too. 
It's always a good sign when they're hugging at the start of the fifth. Mm-hmm. Look how much energy. Oh, oh, he stung him. He stung him. He stung him. Oh, oh, shit. Aldo's in trouble. This, this could be it. it. This could be it. This could be it. Oh, man. This is it. This is it. This is it. He's fucked. Passing oh, over. He's gonna, he's, he's, gonna, oh. he's gonna get him a crucifix and smash him. Oh no. Ugh. Man. So Jan is trying to slide that arm down to lock up the right arm. Slide his knee across and lock up the right arm of Aldo. So Aldo can't even defend himself, and that's where he's at right now. So he's full crucifix. I think his right leg is trapped in the middle in the half guard, but still might as well be a crucifix. That right arm is just totally taken out of the game. So he's got no defense at all on his right side right Snuck now. Snuck it through. He just, he's using that leg to pin it down. Aldo almost looks like he almost recaptured guard there. Nope. Aldo is grabbing the fence with his toes, and they're the, the referee's telling him not to do that. It's interesting. Oh, man. Yeah, he's That's now bad he just has to get that leg free. Ooh. If he gets his leg free, it's a full crucifix, but he keeps getting to that spot. Oh, oh Jesus big fucking oh, elbow. Holy shit. Now he's taking his back. Oh, that's it. It's over. Blood's it's flowing over. right now. It's it is over, man. It is over. It's over. Oh, that elbow busted him. Yeah, he's he just can't take it anymore. Oh, I mean, fuck. he's basically just hanging on here. That was a big elbow. Look at all the blood, oh, fuck. man. Fuck. No, you heard him bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Look at his face. Dude, Jan is no joke. Look at uh, hammering him. Stop this it. is it. Stop it. Stop it. This, stop this fight. Stop He's the fight. No stop danger. the fight. Stop, stop the it, fight. You fuck. Stop the fight. Stop it, you fuck. That poor Aldo. <sighs> the fight's over. He's uh. telling him not to hit him there. You see that? Referee up. Oh, bad spot. Oh, God. Come on, man. Stop the fight. He's not doing anything. He's just covering up. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. He's man. not defending himself. I don't know why they're, they're not stopping this fight. Stop this fucking fight already, please. Please stop the Christ. fight. Come on. They would have stopped this fight in many other cases. Look at how much blood is on that canvas where his head is. That's nuts, man. But now Jan has punched himself out. Look at this. He's got to take a little break. He's got two minutes to go, though. Yeah, but Aldo's not going anywhere. Look at him. No. He's losing blood by the fucking minute here. Look at that puddle in front of his face, man. Obviously, He's Fight crazy. Island is not New York City. These yeah. are different rules out there. What do you oh, mean? Shit. I mean, I just feel like every time I've watched fights in New York, it seems like they're always stopped very oh. quickly. And, uh, and clearly, clearly, Abu Dhabi. Clearly Abu Dhabi. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They're not stopping until an eye comes out. <laughs> Come on, he's getting in with clean shots to the head. Come on, he's that's He's not protecting you. Thank Jesus you. Thank fucking you. Christ. Thank you. Thank you. Peraldo's going to have a headache for three weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. at least. Yeah. That there's, was not necessary. There's yeah, no, no reason he had to take all those shots. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh. <sighs> you know, a guy's got to do something to improve his position. Just sitting there like that, covering up. And just getting hammered in the head, it's not enough. It's basically like you're getting punished for not going unconscious. That's a good point. Damn, Piotr Jan is no fucking joke. He made some big-ass adjustments. 
switched stances, smashed him. And when he got on top on the ground, you see how strong he is? That's what I was talking about, like how physically strong he is. Like Aldo has always been very good off his back defensively. He's always been able to hold on. Boom, look at that. Bang. Dig into the body. Look at that. Drops him with the uppercut. Fuck, man. I mean, and the prolonged beat him, beating he gave him in that yeah. fifth and final round. That was a prolonged beating. That referee had five bucks on Aldo. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that's all it takes. Imagine if that was all it takes. Five bucks and you let a guy get beat to death. I had five dollars on him. I had five dollars on him. Mm. It's interesting that there's no crowd at all. You would think in Abu Dhabi what they would do is just test people because they can fucking test anybody. Just, just They have so much money. Just test a bunch of people and have, you know, pay $10,000 a ticket or some shit. No. No? No. Why can't you do that? This is dangerous right here. Is it? You show these people in the ring in the octagon, no more than like four people. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, but what if everybody's Anything tested? over eight, nine, ten. You know what? Something happens when there's nine people, even if everybody's tested. What happens? Why take a chance? They're just not <laughs> working. It's just not working, Joe. It's just not working. What do you What do you think is going to happen with all this COVID shit? You think we're going to have to get vaccines? You think it's going to burn through the people and we'll develop herd immunity? New York is down, but Jersey is starting to come back. Is it? It's creeping a little bit. Holy name, hospital emptied up, but... Those savages that go down the shore, I got a picture from a friend of mine at the beach coma. Nobody's got a fucking mask on. The I wish. Boardwalks, nobody's got a fucking mask on. Those are people from up north that go down to South Jersey. Yeah. Up north got destroyed. South Jersey was okay. It was at least men's and men's. Now they're going to bring it all down. Well, the good news is the word is that ultraviolet light kills it almost instantly. And simulated sunlight kills it almost instantly, and they believe regular sunlight kill, kills it almost instantly. And this was something that Brett Weinstein had talked about on the podcast that I did with him that it sort of indicates that this thing might have developed in a lab to spread faster indoors. There's so much creepy shit about this, this fucking disease. It's definitely, I don't say it's definitely because I'm not a scientist, but it's a man-made disease. They, they, they manipulated this virus, and they made it more potent, and they made it that way so they could study it. And it got out. And that's why it spread so fast. And that's why it's so weird. That's why it has such weird weird effects on different people. And, you know, Callan's got it right now. And I was talking to him on the phone. He's like, it's so strange. It's like one time he goes, I'll feel fine. And then an hour later, I feel terrible. I'm coughing like crazy. My head hurts. And he goes, and then after that, I'll be fine again. He goes, like, I, I feel fine, and then I don't feel fine. Nights are rough. Did he mention that? Sometimes nights are rough. He'll wake up oh. in the middle of the night and coughing fits. Oof. And uh, sometimes his head hurts. He says, like, flu head, like, stuffy, like, real, like, bad headaches. But, you know, he didn't take hydroxychloroquine. Here's fu something funny. His doctor said to him, uh, this is what the doctor said to Shab. He said, I don't know what, where your political leanings are. And he's like, what? He goes, because this drug, hydroxychloroquine, is a drug that Trump kept promoting. And he goes, but put that aside. And he's like, look, I don't give a fuck. Does it work? He goes, yes, it works. Wow. So he gets on, he says, it works, it's particularly effective, he said, in the very beginning of the infection. Yeah. 
So he gets on hydroxychloroquine, and he does vitamin IV drips five days in a row. By the fourth day, he's good. He still has a problem with his taste and his, uh, his sense of smell, but he doesn't feel bad at all four days in. Callan, it's been like 11 days or whatever mm. it is, 12 days. He's still fucked up. He still feels like shit. He's got no energy. He didn't do anything, though. Callan didn't want to take the drugs. And he didn't even want to take uh, the vitamins. He he said he you know he he's got weird thoughts on vitamins. I don't understand it. Like he thinks that vitamins don't really work. I'm like, <laughs> what do you think? All these people are taking vitamins for no reason. Well, his studies on vitamins are they all faked? Like, what do you think? Like he's got some these weird thoughts in his head about vitamins that you should be able to get enough from your food. I'm like, dude, you eat spaghetti. <laughs> like, what, you, you ain't getting any vitamins from your fucking spaghetti. Like, what are you talking about? He'll go to like a uh, fucking Via Veneto and get takeout. He, I mean, it's great food, but you know, you need vitamins, bitch. Yeah, vitamins I mean, are vitamins aren't even up for argument. Mm. You can argue about a vaccine. You could. Especially vitamin drips, dude. Whenever I come back from the road, I get a vitamin drip. I feel amazing. I started doing that with Chappelle. Chappelle's a professional partier. Yeah. When those guys go on the road, they get a hotel room, and they all they get like one of those ivy bag trees, and you'd be like nine branches around a tree. Everybody's in the room getting IV'd up with, with water and all the time vitamins and glutathione and all that shit. Does he, does he have a club in Columbus? He has this 130 thing. 130-seater. It's not in Columbus. It's right. in another town. Yellow it's, Springs. It's his friend's like a wedding pavilion, and they've outfitted it, and they've, they're have they allowed to add more people. They just contacted me about some, some dates. I'm going to go down there at least once over the summer. I need to. I need to experience it. Audience wears masks even outside, and then they, you know, they distance everybody away from each other. They got... It marked down where your chairs are. They have Chappelle masks. Mm -hmm. It's pretty dope. It's got a, Ch a Chappelle C above the stage. Yeah, it looks awesome. It's pretty badass, man. And they're real strict about their stuff, too. They have everybody funneled off and test temp yeah. checked and yep. everything. Yep. Spaced out. Yep, everybody gets tested before the show. It's smart. It can be done. But you're right, at Joey, in, in a lot of ways. It is sketchy. There it is. I mean, it's crazy. He's on a, like a... A stage where people get married. <laughs> and I think this one's for the special or whatever that he taped, this moment, right? Because normally they're set up, they even have people up there, six feet away from you on your left, your right, and behind you. Mm. So they keep it closer and tighter and behind you. So you're surrounded by laughs. Mm. Houston was fun. Yeah, Houston was a good time, man. It was weird, though. You know, it was felt, weird. felt like we were getting away with something too yeah, good to be true. I know. <laughs> it did, right? Especially after seeing what happened with Shop and Gallon. I know. Those guys were doing, like, meet and greets and stuff. What are they moshing? <laughs> What's going on? What is that? <laughs> they are moshing. Yeah, once the shows are over, the masks come off. And, uh, yeah, well, all those guys on stage, that's at Chappelle's place. All those guys on stage have been tested, though. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta think about it that way. Oh, shit, Volkanovsky and Holloway next. But I heard a rumor that if there's nine people, even if they've been tested with nine people, it can just come Too many out. fucking people. <laughs> Things can happen. You got ten people. 
Too many fucking things can happen. Something ain't right here. Something's not right. <laughs> something ain't right here. There's 10 fucking people. I got, a G, I got a GED, and I'm telling you, something ain't right here. You know, they opened up Disneyland. They can take temperature checks. I get it, man, but it's got to be, for me to do comedy, it's got to be just right. You know what? What is it, six feet? Let's yeah. Do, let's do 10. You're supposed to have six feet. Let's do 10. Ten I feet? like that. We could we that, ten. that's that's a, that's a, see that's a good instead of Let's locking do everybody back I down. Want, yeah. I like that. Let's renegotiate the, the terms. The problem is COVID. They don't understand that COVID means pay cut in Latin. Mm -hmm. That's what that means. What? COVID means pay cut in Latin. Everybody's gonna lose money. So you got an option: <laughs> either you come on the road or you fucking don't. We're gonna sell. What do we see? Six hundred. We're gonna put a hundred in there. A buck fifty tops. Spread them out so everybody feels comfortable. Because I don't know about you guys. Do you want to eat dinner next to a guy who looks like me? And all of a sudden he coughs or he sneezes or he tells the band to play skinned. Do you guys need that in your fucking life? So get the fuck away from me. Okay? <laughs> I never liked people next to me before this COVID shit. You ever go to a restaurant... And there's three tables sitting, they're all together, and they try to put you over there with those fucking yeah, mooks. Yeah. And you're walking in with six gorillas. I'm walking in with Rogan, Tate, Ari, Duncan, and Red Band, and you want to put us next to a fucking family. And Joe would go along. I'd have to get the waiter. Come in. Listen, we're going to say the word cunt and cocksucker. <laughs> Do you want these kids to hear that? No. Put us over there. Yeah, but the waiter don't want to walk over there. I don't give a fuck what the waiter wants to do. I don't want to be around three people. Never. I don't want to talk. If I have to talk to you and speak low, I don't want. I don't want to do that, and I don't want to hear nobody else's conversation. Right. I've always been like that, so it's this works for me. I'd rather work and be safe. You deal with one person, okay? A person picks you up at the airport, takes you to a hotel. I, I, you know, I, I think you can only trust the Four Seasons. You know, I mean, uh, what are you gonna do? Who else are you, you going to trust? Do? Motel 6? No. Some well, hooker got stabbed in there the week before. <laughs> You're going to go in there and lay in a fucking COVID vomit. So you got to get a guy to pick you up, drop you off. The same guy has to pick you up. He has to have a screen on the window. The window's got to be a down. Yep. Mask on. You get to the club. No, hi, Mr. Rogan. Nice to meet you. Hi, Joe. My name is Glory. I'm the assistant manager. Hi, I'm Mary. I'm the waitress. Is there anything you... Hi, I'm Morty. I'm the sound guy. How much time do you want to do? And that motherfucker ain't out. And all of a sudden... Hi, I'm Pete. Uh, what music do you want to hear? One person. One person. Ten people, it becomes a problem, right? One person. I want you to call me in my hotel room and ask me, how much time do you want to do? And what do you want for dinner? And fuck I love this, man. I think this you should be in charge way. of writing the law of the okay? land. This is and how places can You open. walk down to the, the hotel. They pick you up in front. Same person. He's a COVID delegate. Every day, Joe Rogan, check your junk box. Check your junk box. Read the SAG notices. Start reading the SAG notices. SAG notices? Start reading. They go into your junk mail. What do they say? Start reading them. What am I reading? You're gonna read what are they what they're doing. There's only one person in the business that's making it work right now. And it's Tyler Perry. Because he's got his own set. 
16 All days. All non-union, by the way. 16 days. He knows how to do it. Yeah. Everybody gets quarantined. No, they all get quarantined in a hotel. 16 days before, you fly to Van Nuys, tested. You land in Atlanta, tested. You get quarantined for six hours, tested. Then you get designated into a zone. He took over like some type of mall, a bubble. He's doing it right. If you shoot episode one, here's the, here's the dilemma. Mm-hmm. There's 10 episodes. If you shoot episode one, you have to stay. And you shoot episode six, oh, you got to stay in that oh. bubble. Mm. So you better think about it. No standy uppy, right? No sucky <laughs> sucky. No going home. <laughs> no kids. You have to stay in, in this place. Well, it's a hotel. Well, you know what, man? They For a lot of people, more... though, Joey, it's a job. No, it's a you job. Take that I get job. It. They'll take it. That's the and that's the best way to keep everybody but how safe. How are you going to keep? How are you going to keep your kids if you're an actor, actress? Now you got to get child. You know, well, it's, you it's can a have your situation. family come with you. So the rumor is, it's not working here. It's, it's not just working not, here in Hollywood. It's just not working. It's just Didn't, not. Isn't Felipe on a show that just started filming? Fel, Felipe's on a shooting a downtown movie for nine days. A it's, movie. It's a movie downtown. And what kind of uh, precautions are they taking? He said that you know. Jimmy Schubert, I thought was dead. Why? Jimmy Schubert went to Korea March 13th to shoot a show for Netflix. In Korea? In the heart of it. When South, whatever Korea yeah, South was Korea. on fire with it. What happened? He told me the stories about how what they were doing, how they shut it down. Quickly on the set, how the people were acting, spraying, wiping hands. Everybody had fucking gorilla mask on. <laughs> yep. If you weren't fucking talking, they put the thing over your head. Yeah, they don't fuck around. They in didn't those fuck Asian around countries. in Korea. I thought he said he flew there. The plane was empty, and he flew back, and the plane was empty. Jesus. He went to Boston. He did sets. I thought, bro, I was ready to call Adam and tell him. Jimmy Schubert can't go to the store no more. Like, I begged him. I go, what are you talking about? He goes, I'm going to Korea to shoot for three days. I, go, I, saw, him. I saw him a few days ago. He's still as funny as yeah, ever. He's, he's hilarious. Go, so one f- of the managers walked up to him wearing the mask only over his mouth with the nose hanging out, and Schubert's just on fire. He's making the whole a fucking uh, condom on your ball sack. What are you doing? <laughs> he's just so, like, I mean, silly shit. That's but the worst Schubert impression ever in my life. Right, you you made your voice higher. I don't do impressions. <laughs> Dog, he went into Korea, and he was like, it was a complete different situation. They were cleaning. They were fucking spraying. Did you read about Taiwan, how they got ahead of it? Because their vice president or whatever is an epidemiologist. And basically, the point is, none of those countries trust China. So the second they're like, what's going on in China? Because they're reading Chinese people's tweets, random people, just to keep an eye on them. Because they don't trust anything out of there. So Taiwan actually picked up before the World Health Organization, some people in Taiwan's health organization picked up that they were seeing suspicious tweets from people like, I got a bad cough for three weeks, nothing can shake it or whatever. And um, they were the first to find it. They were there before the World Health Organization, these Taiwanese health people, because they're like, we know because they were watching the tweets get deleted, like on the flight. They're just staring at. Chinese shit all the time because they're like these people are fucking wild 
The Taiwanese. So what did now. the Taiwanese do? What did they do? To they get went ahead back of it? and they shut everything the fuck down two, three months before us. They're partying in Taiwan right now. They're wearing masks, but they have like zero percent cases for mm. literally like the past month or two. Like really? nothing. Well, New Zealand did it better than anybody. They did. They're an island. They're like no one's coming in, and then they they locked everything up and they have no cases now. I talked to my aunt. Fifty-five cases. 34 hospitalizations out of the hospital in four days. Where? Cuba. Really? 55. How are they doing that? Well, nobody's Wait. flying into Cuba, too. What are they doing in Cuba that's different? Tell me. $1,500 mask and you go to jail. You mean if you don't have a fine, you get you a fine. $1,500 mask or you go to jail. $1,500 fine. fine. If you don't have a mask Nobody's on. Nobody's got $1,500 in Cuba. So everybody wears a mask. So that's why then it didn't spread? Wow. Well, it's also because it's not really a tourist spot right now. Mm-hmm. Not f- especially not for the United States. You know, you, you get penalized if you go to Cuba in, under this administration, don't you? Don't you get fined? Something happened. I you know used to be happened. able to fly right. during the Obama administration. Something second term afterward. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Max Holloway. Oh, shit. I don't know how I feel about this hair. That full ass haircut, I'm not sure. Bro, it's COVID. Give him he a needs break. a different look. Maybe there's no fucking barbers <laughs> in Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? He said he did all of that his training f- on Zoom, and uh, Volkanovski's calling bullshit. I call bullshit too. I don't believe it. But they, you know, they had real strict lockdowns. He does look different. Holloway looks like uh, Patrick Dempsey from those yeah, old timey no, no. movies. <laughs> he, he didn't get tough. He didn't trim his Patrick eyebrows Dempsey. for this shit. <laughs> That's a this deep shit. reference, bud. That's a deep reference. <laughs> but he That's, does look uh, like Doctor Dreamy, right? Yeah, I I know him as Isn't the that? pizza guy from that one movie. Right, right. We fucked all those <laughs> yeah. ladies. Can't buy me love. Yeah, yes. That was on Bro, HBO all the time like when the I was a plot kid. Plot of all the best porns. Yeah, guy comes over to pizza, fucks the lady when the husband's at work. Yeah. There he is. Hey. Can't buy me love. It's a new, it's new Max Holloway. <laughs> Quarantine Holloway. I met him once at the comedy store. Is he cool? The, he's very nice. Yeah. You're he he actually told me not to let a heckler get to me. Oh, don't let him get to you. Like Joe Rogan, you know who was thinking about the other day? <laughs> That's so funny. You know who was thinking about the other day, Joe Rogan? Oh. Captain Date Rape. Captain Date Rape. The warm-up guy for news radio that you hated his fucking guts. Oh. And he would try to run Joe Rogan. <laughs> Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> I literally don't even know what you're talking about. Patrick Dempsey was he was a, a child star and then he became an adult star. Is he still He's still around. Did you end up getting in a succession yet? On HBO? Still haven't. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin's younger brother it kills it in Tremendous. this. Tremendous. Unbelievable show, Joey. The, the show is a drama, but it's done by these comedy guys that only know comedy. So it's a super serious show. And then when the comedy hits you, it fucking hits you like, it hits you like, Goodfellas or Tarantino or The Sopranos when it fucking gets you out of nowhere because they sneak it on you during serious shits happening. It's funny shit. Oh, it's so funny. Look at the, the type f- of stuff that would make us Look laugh. at the fucking legs on Volkanovski. They're not showing the same shot, but look at it. Look at his fucking legs. Tree trunks. Yeah, this guy's scary. 
You know, he used to weigh 214 pounds. His accent's all fucked up. I thought he said 240. But it's got 215. He's got that thick Australian accent. Interesting that this one went straight to rematch, huh? If he wins, I'm putting that, uh, that fucking Crocodile Dundee hat on. I'm going to keep it on standby. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Did he give is... you that? Yeah. Yeah, if he wins, this is coming on. No disrespect to Max. I love Max. But if he wins, I got to wear that. You have a lay you could put on if Max wins or something? Or pineapple? If Max wins, I'm taking my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> if Max wins, I'm pretending I'm on vacation. <laughs> What's Eddie Bravo doing? Eddie's uh, cornering. Oh, shoot, we should have told people. Yeah, Eddie's uh, cornering uh, one of his uh, fighters. I believe it's a grappling event, but I'm not sure. I forgot. It is. No fans. Yeah, it's a grappling event, right? Yeah, no fans. Is it a Submission Underground, Chael Sonnen's event? Because a lot of times he does those in the daytime when they have a UFC on at night. You know, I'm not sure. I'll find I out. I just Hold knew on. that he uh, was cornering a fighter. Uh, submission on the Shore. I don't know where that is. Submission on the Shore. Huh. San Pedro. So it's a uh, jujitsu event. There's a lot of those now, man. They actually pay. There's a, a lot of these submission events where, you know, guys can win a couple of grand for winning, and they can do them a lot. Because unlike uh, striking, you really, you really can't have fights every weekend. But you could grapple pretty much every weekend. Mm -hmm. You can make a couple grand here, a couple grand there. And some guys, like, um, like Ryan Gordon, they actually make real money doing that. I mean, he's probably made a million dollars grappling. Gordon Ryan, excuse me. I said Ryan Gordon. I, I switched his name around. The, I blame the weed. Yeah. But Gordon Ryan um, has been winning big grappling <clears throat> events for three or four years, and he just bought a fucking house. Bought like a million-dollar house with grappling money, which is crazy. Here we go, baby. They got a lot of good sponsors, too. Yeah. They get good money from sponsors, man. Yeah. Well, Eddie does. You know, those uh, EBIs are doing really well. They, they have such a, a big fan base now. You know, they're always, they're always exciting. His rule system is the best rule system in the world because it's, it cuts out all the, the bad shit about stalling and all stalemates, rather. Not even stalling, stalemates. You know, where guys cancel each other out. It forced them into a position where the guy's on your back, ready, set, go. Or guys got you in, um, you know, um, uh, uh, armbar position, ready, set, go. When the guy got, has you in that spider web position, oof, he's not doing it this year, I don't think. He's not but doing he could. Well. He could do it. It just has to be because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, man. It's well, fucking hard. You can't have the tournaments. They're working. Yeah, you can have them. They're working, but you don't have the audience. You don't get the money from the audience. I mean, think about it. He was selling out the Orpheum, right? What's the Orpheum? That's two thousand people at least, right? Who gets the, the same on pay per view? You think so? Probably people now, love right? That shit. <clears throat> yeah. Especially combat People getting used to it. I'm really surprised that, listen, man, like I said, there's no do-re-me in it. You, you could put 200 people in here and you want, eventually they're going to shut you down. Especially, West Hollywood's going to be the last thing to open. 
because of Ralph's. Uh, they had 29 oh, employees Ralphs, huh? that had COVID and spread it into the community. Uh, that parade destroyed Hollywood. It's well known West Hollywood is the last place to open. Yeah, interesting. Well, that's where the store is. Yeah, so that's it. I like what the store is doing, the outside patio area eating. Yeah, congratulations, Toby. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. You gave it a shot on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Listen, as long as you're outside, I'm in. Hey, you're I right. I think Ari had the weekend in Long Island, outside in the parking lot. Really? Vinny's doing it in that parking lot. 80 people's better than nothing. It's yeah. better what do you want to do? Yeah. What do you want to do, G? So yeah. Ari's there this weekend right Ari, now? Was, Here we go. Round one. It was one. raining really bad in Long Island last night. So I didn't talk to him. I was under a tent. So this is what to think about, is that uh, Volkanovski in the first round did a lot of chopping at the legs, and it took Max a while before he adjusted. And he started uh, adjusting by switching southpaw, but he got his leg chewed up early in the fight. And it's going to be interesting to see what adjustments Max has made and what, what Volkanovski's going to do differently. Volkanovski's just such a tank. I watched a great breakdown by Dominic Cruz, who explained that Volkanovski also made a big... He's circling to the right side now, but mm -hmm. he sets him up that way and then takes a big side step to the left. And when, then when Holloway tries to adjust, that's when Volkanovski strikes, is after he steps to the left. It's interesting to see him do the opposite now. Well, he's been quarantined, too, uh, in, in that he, he hasn't been able to go to city kickboxing in New Zealand. Because he trains at City Kickboxing in uh, Australia, but he a lot of times would go to New Zealand for his camps, and he hasn't been able to do that for this fight, too. And I don't know how much, if any, of an effect that's going to have. So Max has been a l being a little more slick so far in this first round, keeping his distance and avoiding those leg kicks pretty much. He got hit with one, I believe but much different than in the first fight. Real aware of it, because it seemed like that took a lot of uh, the movement away from him. But what's interesting, he came in here after the fight, after he lost, could not have been like more relaxed and happy and having a good time, just accepted it, didn't have any problems with it. Wasn't limping at all. How soon after, about? A couple days. Wow. Yeah, he fought Saturday, he was here on Monday. That's crazy. He looked great. And he was like, I'm telling you, man, he's in great spirits. He's a really good guy. Like, and his head is really on straight. Mm -hmm. He has a great saying. He goes, hey, it is what it is. And, you know, he really means that. And he's honest about, like, his style, like, the benefits, the pros and cons of his style. Like, he was talking about Aldo. And he's like, it's those guys with power, man. He goes, that's why he gets so tired. He's got so much power. He's he's like, you know, I don't have that kind of power, but you know, because of that, he can go longer and harder. Those guys with power, they try to use it all the time. And a guy like him, he can knock people out and he does knock a lot of people out, but he knocks people out with volume and precision. He just puts a pace on you and wears you out and beats you down. Whereas Aldo can stop guys with one shot. That's the difference. He doesn't really stop too many guys at one shot. Volkanovski connected there. <clears throat> I'm just interested to see what changes he can make. 
Right now, it looks like he's getting kicked a lot less in the legs. So he's moving away more as Volkanovski tries to engage. Just throwing that front kick up the middle. He's keeping him, keeping him backing up too, keeping the pressure on him, and keeping him up against the cage. Oh, you got hit with that one. Ooh. Oh, I love that hallway. Yeah, he's like, I staggered you. Bitch. <laughs> he knows it. Yeah. He, he really knows it. Now he knows how to do it. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. God damn, this is a good card, huh? And then we still yeah. got Usman Masvidal. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. That's always the best when a UFC oh. card's so good that you sort of even forget. I did almost forget. I almost forgot. Those are the best ones. Well, I was so looking forward to this fight. Oh, yeah. good right hand over the top. God damn. Those MSG ones Ooh. are like that a lot, where you're like, oh, fuck, man, there's two more fights left, and I already... Yep. My yep. mind's blown. Max's inside leg is already uh, getting real red. See it? Oh, yeah. See how red it is? He's been hit with a bunch of shots. Uh, inside, that part is so tender, too. It's so hard to get hit there. Ugh, it sucks. I'm sticking by that Patrick Dempsey thing. I know it's a <laughs> weird reference, but I keep looking at him. I just keep seeing it over and over oh, again. Oh, he dropped oh, him shit. with a head kick. Oh, Oh, Max Holloway. Oh, shit. I missed it. Dropped him with a fucking head kick. He staggered him, man. Woo! Look at the stats. 31 significant strikes to 20. But that head kick was big. He hurt him with a right hand earlier in the fight. Look at his, his, his left, his right cheek is swollen. Let's see this. Boom. Ooh. Oh, shit. Staggered. But look, roaring back, though. Came back with a big shot. Boom. He clipped him. You know what's funny about that shit, guys? That when fighters have a good time in the ring, they're so much more loose. They do so much better. We learned that from Ferguson for a long time, not the last fight. But if you're on stage, Tony's always loose. Yeah. If you're on stage and you're loose, that's it. You won the war, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really weird. The, the state of mind. It doesn't happen a lot for me. It just happens those nights in the original room when you just don't give a fuck. Oh yeah, right. You know, you're like, you're like I don't give a fuck. Even the that. ones where you feel good, where yeah. you feel really good, and you're like, I'm gonna fucking kill. It. You're yeah. already sort of screwed yeah. going in with that mentality. Yeah. No. If you're loose, you're like, you know what? I'm yeah. not even gonna look at my notebook. Yeah. I'm just going down to the original. Right. I'm going to look at it tonight. I'm just going to have a good time. And when you're loose like that, it's good. And these guys, like when he was goofing on them after he hit them, that's good. He he doesn't take himself seriously. No, well, he always toys with people. He fucks with their head. I mean, a lot of what Max does, like he's having fun in there for sure, but he's also letting you know, I got you. I got you. He does that all the time. So he drew first blood for sure. I mean, uh, Volkanovski definitely got off. Some, look, he's chewing up that inside oh, leg two, two in a row for there. One. He's he's definitely getting off some good uh, inside look. He's hurting that leg. That leg's in trouble. It. That leg's in trouble. Oh, oh nasty combination! Nasty combination by Holloway. God damn, that was nice. 
That was nice. He's piecing him up. But again, Volkanovski going to that inside low kick over and over and over. And Max trying to return the same kick, which means it probably sucks. He hit him again. And every combination he's hitting him with that inside low kick. That pays dividends, man. Max got to block that. Wow. Damn, look at Rose's eye. Oh, Christ. shit. It's a plum. Oof. Still pretty, though. Look at yeah. that. She is. That was one of the things that bothered, especially bothered me with her knocking out Joanna, too. It was like, Jesus, and she's a beautiful girl. Like, she's got that, too. <laughs> It's like <laughs> that bothered you. That's, that's I mean, that's it's just so funny because I always pictured the girl beating Joanna being like a monster, a freaky monster. Yeah, just a full beard, but that never happened. Mm. Damn, Jamie, you bet this. Did you no, bet this one, Jamie? No gambling for me? No, no. You didn't bet any of the fights? No. Nope. That's unusual. Eh. Nothing seemed like a good bet? Yeah, I didn't have anything I wanted to do. Your your sound is weird. It's coming I, in one oh. ear. I know. I had to switch to my channel. Something was wrong oh. with the one. I'll fix it in a second. But. So what do you think happens now? Andrade Zelly? Oh, who knows? You know, what's important is Rose won. So for Rose, she moves on and, and gets closer to a shot at the title. Oh, nice knee to the body by Max. Woo! I mean, the Weili Zhang Yoana fight was so good, you really could make a you could make an argument that they have to have a rematch. It was so good. Yeah. It was about as good as a fight has ever been. I agree. You could make an argument that that's actually better than Rose fighting. And Rose's face is so fucked up. Like, it might take her a while before she's able to fight again. He went inside and outside with that leg. But Max isn't limping or anything. It can't be good, but so far he's moving pretty good. Oh, we try to go up top. Oh, good right hand by Max. They're both really good guys, too. This is one of those fights where, you know, it would be hard to root for somebody unless you're good friends with them. Yeah. Max has a very funny relationship with DC, too. <laughs> He's always calling DC out, <laughs> telling him he wants to fight him. and That's Just awesome. playing. I mean, yeah. they're just friends. He went over the top of that head kick again, but this time just grazed his head. DC's oh a damn anomaly to me. How that guy is so good, S smart in the octagon, and a commentator, and... Oh, oh. he dropped him with an uppercut! Oh. He heard him. He heard him. Oh. He heard him. Max is really smart in there, too. He's very smart. He's really smart. Man. Always thinking. Always thinking. He's telling somebody to shush. 
Who's he telling to shush? That's interesting. I'm going to have to go back and watch this at home. I want to know what's going on. I don't know what he's doing there. That what I wonder what he was uh, who is shushing. It's like he's pointing to someone on the corner, maybe someone in uh, Volkanovski's corner. So that's two rounds for Holloway for sure. The yeah. round where he dropped him with the head kick, the round where he dropped him with the uppercut, those are his. And in the last fight he was bang. Wow. Bang. Oh boy. Beautiful. And then the one that drops him, knee to the body too. Look at that. Here it is. Bink. That's the third time he's made his knees buckle Boom, already. and then again, hits him with an uppercut on the way up. And he gains heat as he goes on, right? In oh, the Max last does. fight? Yeah, Max, yeah. His endurance is phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's one of his best strengths. His intelligence, his endurance, volume. <clears throat> That's what's wild to me about this main event is Masvidal... Uh, Usman's endurance to be able to go five with Covington, who I thought had the best gas tank out of everyone. Well, there was no wrestling. That's one of the reasons why they were able to go five like that. Yeah. You know, um, Colby's a nightmare for a lot of people. The fact that Usman didn't just beat him but stopped him says a lot. But, you know, Usman is a, he's a, a dangerous person. He's very strong, and, you know, he has really fucked up knees, too, like really fucked up. Like, he talked about his knees being so bad that after some training, he had to walk on the grass because he couldn't walk on the concrete because it hurt too much. Now imagine that. And then imagine he's fighting. Jesus. Max just hit him with a flying knee. But he's, he's kind of just uh, resigned himself to the idea that when he retires, he's going to have to get his knees replaced. So he's just fighting, just, you know. Dealing with it. You see him training. He's always got knee braces on or knee sleeves on. He talks about it, too, pretty openly. He had that uh, – they do this thing where they, they, they micro-fracture your knee, like, uh, to try to get your cartilage to grow back, and it actually did, it was, wound up being worse for him. It fucked it up even worse. It, and he's – I've heard that from more than one person that's had that operation done. I think it's probably fine for somebody who does, like, regular shit – but if you want to go back to some hardcore wrestling and MMA training, it's probably a terrible idea. John Wayne Parr just had some crazy surgery, huh? What was that? He had his hip replaced. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> he, he got a new socket. It's really crazy. He sent me the, oh, yeah. the uh, pictures. Did you see the picture yeah. of his leg? Yeah. <laughs> Giant scar. I just watched uh, The Undertaker go through that on his documentary. He just oh, he retired. Oh, his hip replaced yeah. as well? Yeah, mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, John, I think they're calling it resurfacing, so it's not as much of a thing as the uh, the old way they used to do it, or in some cases how they do it. And he, he will be able to fight again, apparently, which is just nuts. And he's also walking around now pretty much without a limp 13 days after the operation. It's really crazy. The way they do it now... And this is not even just for young guys. My friend Graham Hancock got his hip replaced, and six weeks later, he came on the podcast, and he was walking normal. And I was like, what? Six weeks ago, you got your hip replaced? 
I mean, it's they, a different game out there. Though. It's a different game. Oof. Yeah, that's why I don't understand my Usman's knees. Because he can't knee replacements a different animal. Like, but what about the stuff you do for the knees? What he like could, stem cells? Yeah, yeah, he could do that he for could sure. Do that. He could do that for sure. For he, now, yeah, I don't think he has. I definitely talked to him about it, but I don't. I don't believe he has. But a lot of guys have. Um, T.J. Dillashaw went down there a couple of times for his shoulders. He talked pretty openly about it. A bunch of guys have gone down to Colombia as well. Henry Cejudo on the show was talking about how he went down to Colombia to get stem cells down there, um, and uh, they fixed his shoulder. He had some real shoulder problems. Dude, when they can do in these other countries that they don't have the same regulations they have here in the United States, the United States, they can only do a certain amount with stem cells, and even that has been amazingly beneficial to me. But if you go to Panama or, you know. Cuba has a lung cancer vaccine. What? Yep. A vaccine? Yep. How, but lung cancer is not a virus. How could they have a vaccine? They made some weird thing. It's only available in Cuba. It's a lung cancer Remember vaccine. Remember we talking about Ricky Ricardo smoking five cigars a day. Yeah. And <laughs> they figured they, it out. They figured it out. They're like, fuck it. And lung cancer doesn't fuck with people either. That just spreads. They like, said in Cuba, she, my aunt tells me all the time, they just fix you. There's no pills afterwards. <laughs> they just fix you. Okay. There it is. C-I-M-A Vax E-G-F is a lung cancer treatment that's developed in Cuba. It's a type of immunotherapy that harnesses the body's immune system to fight lung cancer. Yep. Wow. In 2017. They don't fuck around. Lung cancer vaccine. It's a vaccine. And people get it, by the way. People get it, and then they smoke and party afterwards (laughs) like you've never known. You're goddamn right. They smoke cigars. They smoke cigars, cigarettes. They're having the time of their lives. Imagine getting a vaccine for everything. My buddy had, what's the asshole you get cancer? It. Asshole cancer. It's asshole cancer. No, what's I believe the medical Colon term cancer. is asshole cancer. They caught it in the beginning. My friend called me the other day. He goes, how's our buddy doing? Did he get rid of the cancer? I go, all I know is he's snorting coke again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's doing coke again. I With called him up cancer. one night. He's like, what do you want? I go, what, what do you mean, what do I want? That should be how, if you get that, that should be to soften the blow. That's how the doctor should break Don't the news had, to you. I got bad news for you. He got five you. treatments. He got asshole cancer. He got five treatments. <laughs> That's it. They whacked it out. They called him stage one early. He was pissing blood. Wow. He pissed blood two times. He said he went. They caught it. Five treatments, five Fridays in a row. He radiation? Yeah, yeah, radiation. So let me ask you this. Why is Cuba so good at, uh, at medical stuff? I don't know. Because Fidel was a savage. Yeah. We had this discussion when you were talking to me about your boy with his eye socket that it healed after the fight. Oh, Yoel? Yeah. yeah. You know, they were doing <laughs> shit in Cuba. They were shooting <laughs> pregnant women with fucking gorilla biscuits. And yeah. Fucking, <laughs> You know, they were just doing weird stuff. Is this the fifth round? Uh, Yeah. Yes, it is. Here we go. Is the fourth? Yes, round four. Mm, Championship rounds. Ten minutes left in this puppy. Nice back kick to the body. He's done that a couple of times. Volkanovski is yet to really Ooh. hurt. Oh, we tagged him with that jab. Ooh. Ooh, popped him with that jab. That was a beautiful jab. Nice inside low kick again. Two in a row. He bang, bang. So quickly. Like it's nothing. 
and on the outside too. Man, he's he's getting back to what was very successful for him in the first fight. But you got to think Holloway won at least two rounds. I don't know about the third, but I would imagine he won those first two rounds. Dropped him twice. So let's say Volkanovski won the third. Who knows? Who knows what's going on here? Oh, with his leg buckled from that low kick. Again, he chopped the same area, man. It's bright red. It's fucking up, man. Crazy. The great Herb Dean. What, Joey? What? Jesus Christ. What? Nothing. I'm too much into this <laughs> shit. I don't want to talk. I'm just over here going, what the fuck's going to happen to you? This is round four. I cannot believe how red Holloway's leg is. It's it, oh, my God. Is, it is ketchup. No, right I now. know. Well, he's kicked the fuck out oh. of him. Oh. oh. He tagged him. Knee and a punch. Tagged him with a right hand, too. And another right hand. And he smiled at him. Wild two island guys, New Zealand and Hawaii. New Zealand is an island, I guess, but he's not from New Zealand. He's from Australia. Oh, he just lives in New Zealand? No. No, he does some of his training in New Zealand. Oh. The city kickboxing, which is the big gym Ooh. where, uh, oh, shit, he staggered him there. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, Spinning shit. back kick to the body. That's where uh, Adesanya, that's where he trains is city kickboxing in New Zealand. Uh, Dan Hooker is also a city kickboxing guy. And Volkanovski does city kickboxing, but the one that's in Australia. There's a lot of like real high-level kickboxers in Australia, man. It's kind of amazing. Why do you think that is? Because of soccer and rugby and stuff? They're just tough people, man. They're men. They're manly men. You give them something like jiu-jitsu or kickboxing, they excel at that shit. They're hard people over there. You know, it's a different breed. That's why uh, Crocodile Dundee worked as a movie, you know? It's not like you're talking about guys from... I mean, I don't want to disparage any country, but pick a country where men are thought to be more effeminate. You know? Yeah. It's Australia. It's like, nah, that's not a knife. Right. That's a knife. Like, that makes sense. It's coming from Australia. They're a bunch of fucking savages over there. You love it over there, right? Oh, yeah. Fun place to do stand-up, too. At least once a year I go. Even the things that seem like they wouldn't be savages are sav savages. You ever hold a uh, koala bear? I have not. Those things are fucking... There's a reason why they call them bears. I promise you that. Because those things are fucking bears, dude. They look all cute. But the second you stop feeding it eucalyptus, as soon as it's like, where the fuck's my... Like, they get mad within seconds. They get mad at you. At anything, at How the weird world. Is it that they only eat one thing. How weird is that? It's so weird. They eat one goofy plant, but they never stop eating it. Really? From, at least when they're around people. I oh figured it out real quick. You, if you, it, it's basically like their uh, let's go drug. 
and food. Is there a drug? It just feels like it's like a drug to them because they're just addicted. They That's start to get mad. Normally, if you don't, if you stop feeding something for three seconds, it doesn't get that mad because oh. it's been eating. Oh, I just tagged him with that right hand. Oh, head kick. You know, when I look at that picture over there, Richard Pryor, I keep thinking about how I'm not in comedy shape. And it makes me fucking sad. That's what I was thinking about. Nothing you, you can, can do read about me that. like a book. Yeah. I'm sadder than fuck because I hope Oxnard opens first, which is probably going to be the thing. I got a couple weeks up in Oxnard on Wednesday nights just to warm me up. When do you think that's happening? I'm all the way booked till December. Joey, I have recently resigned myself to the idea that everything is canceled for a solid year. That's my, my recent resignation. I'm hoping. Man, I'd be very happy if they came out with some sort of a really effective treatment and then they open everything up again. But here we are in July, and I'm, I've you know some big gigs booked in August and October, and I'm not confident. I'm, I'm not confident. I'm not even thinking about those type of gigs. It breaks my heart. It's going to be my anniversary Thursday, and I can't be on stage. Yeah. You know, night 29 fucking years. Wow. It didn't bother me for the first 90 days, guys. It didn't really bother me. It started bothering me a little bit, like mid-June. It started getting to me. That Your I'm last show was in night. mid-March? What's that? Your last show was in mid-March? My last show was March 2nd. I wow. read, I went to the storm March 2nd. I could smell it in the air. I was chasing that thing all the way down to the last second. I was doing shows. Oh. I, it got so bad at the end. The last show I did was at the HaHa because they were the last place open. And I closed at 45 minutes there. They're like, you can do as long as you want. After a whole night of a show, there was only like eight people there. But I knew because we found out right before that they had to close that night. They're going off here. This fifth and final round. They're going for broke. I think they think this is anybody's fight. Max Holloway's pushing it. Oh! Whoa. Oh! Oh, shit. Max Holloway lit him. Lit him up there. Oh, a high kick, too. Look at that. <coughs> God damn. Max Holloway's busted him up. He's definitely been way more effective in this fight than the first fight. Woo. Big jab by Volkanovski. He's so powerful, man. Just, just his jab is like a right hand. He's got crazy endurance, too, for such a power striker. Man, they are beating each other up. Oh, big uppercut and a good right hand behind it by Volkanovski. Looking for the takedown. Woo! Good left hook by Volkanovski. I wish you guys could come with me to one of these with no audience. That'd be fun. It's awesome. They won't let you in, though. I tried. One of my security guys was in uh, Vegas during one of the fights, and I, I got him tested and everything. I'm like, he's good. Let him in. No, I can't do it. They won't do it. Vegas is particularly strict. They wouldn't even let me go into the octagon to interview him, even though everyone's been tested. They wouldn't let me interview the fighters. I had to interview him remotely. Like they had, I had to be there, and they had to be. There was another room. I could see them. They were like fifty yards away. 
It was real weird. Yeah, I was going to say, you're so connected to them usually that that type of distance and energy break has to just... It's not as good. It's not as good for questions. You know, you yeah. want to look at them and you want to you, you want to make them comfortable. You know, this moment that you want them to know that you appreciate it. You know, that the fight was awesome. Ooh, nice low kick right there by Volkanovski. Oh, left hook by Volkanovski. Max is kind of busted up. Oh, wow. right hand by Max. They're both so Ooh. accurate. Yeah. This is a wild-ass fight. Volkanovski looking for the takedown again. Oh, he gets it. Look at that. Crazy. Back up quick. He's Look at great. that. He really is great, bro. Oh, Max is amazing. He really, really is great. That's a champion right there. It's also a weird fight because I haven't seen Holloway's son. You realize, like, oh, yeah, he's probably not there. Oh, he's there. Oh, you think so? Yeah, I think so. I think he said Mini Bless was going to be in his corner. Oh, that's cool. But I think he was just joking around about that. Like you said, he didn't really train with anybody. He trained on Zoom. I can't believe that for a second. This is fucking anybody's round, man. This round could be the fight. Right now, Volkanovski's looking for takedown numero dos. Oh, nice left hook. Last minute. Ooh. Who wins this one? Who wins this one? This is a fucking anybody's fight. I think Max has probably done more damage in those two big rounds where he dropped him, but Volkanovski's getting his in as well. And if Volkanovski steals this round, who fucking knows, man? Sort of like the opposite than the last fight, because Holloway won the first two, and Volkanovski's been picking it up ever since. Twelve seconds to go. Wow. Oh, my God. That's big. That takedown's big. Yep. One second ago. Wow. Who knows? That could have been That could have been his round for that. He got two takedowns in that round. I mean, that could have been... Fuck. That could be the fight. I might have to be wearing a Crocodile Dundee hat. <laughs> 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 Very interesting. 161, Max Holloway... Total strikes, 152, significant strikes. So he bested him in total and significant strikes, 148 to 144 for uh, Volkanovski. You all right, Joey? I got to stretch. I lose my <laughs> fucking mind. When I'm holding my knees around and shit, you know. You know <clears> oh, man, Joey, look at that left I'm hook. Talking shit. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, it's killing me, Joe Rogan. Killing me. Yeah, no, I, I understand. I can see it is. I can see looking, it is. Like I said, I'm not looking to make any dope. I'll tell I'm you one thing. I'm to open up a club called the Last Supper Comedy Club. Have a seat. 12 people. We can't hear you. 12 people. The Last Supper Comedy Club. I get the Chinese guy from the bartender to check the, the temperatures at the door. Mm -hmm. I'll rent like a uh, There's a place across <clears> from <throat> some conscious jujitsu Brett's place. It's Felice. Put 12 seats in there. Sell waters. The other option I have is my uncle has a liquor license from 1969. 
If you want a liquor license in L.A., that's the one you want. You can light ro- bottle rockets in your asshole. You can have live bands. You can have a gay bar. Rock and roll. He's 82, and he's been torturing me lately. Why? Because he goes out every Friday and Saturday to his bar, and it's been closed. And the girl that was his mistress, when he was married, he had a mistress, and then he got the mistress's cousin knocked up. Oh, he's a beauty. He's a beauty. I love my uncle. So now he got the mistress, broke her hips, and she's living with him. There's one thing about my uncle. He don't like people around him. Mm-hmm. Like, he got used to being single. <clears throat> okay, hold on. Let's see what happens here. 4847 Hallway. Wow. 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 Crocodile wow. Dundee, dude. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Good eye, Mike. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Well, deal's a deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I'd have to watch that fight again with uh, no talking shit. So, yeah, 12 people saw some waters do five shows a night, one hour a show. And just, I'm not looking to make money. No. Guys, I'm just looking yeah. to go out of the house. Yeah, right. no, I get it. Do you understand me? I'm I not get looking it. to do drugs. I'm not looking to drink. I'm not looking to do anything. And you know what? Like, I'll leave and Tony Hinchcliffe comes and does a show. And I'm telling you, we. And it's 20 hours. Hold yeah. it for it. Go ahead. Yeah. It's 20 bucks. Yeah. It's 20 bucks, people. You're not going to get COVID. They're going to be 10 feet away from you, staggered. Yeah. I'm going to stagger them. Yep. Waters, maybe some fucking bringing some pizza from a good place. Mm-hmm. Maybe some Cuban papayana, something. Mm-hmm. It's just somewhere to go. Let me tell go. you, we did, we've been doing it for Kill Tony starting Monday at the Comedy I Store. Know. We switch the microphones. We give the cord and the stand a quick wipe down with a thing that the, you know the producer does the problem is and it's too many click, people. click too many people right right right. i don't want them right people. but i'm talking about how easy yeah. it is to switch a mic for yeah, stand up no, no. oh yeah i'm talking we about just, it, the next, got two each, mics. each comedian can just bring a microphone you know yeah. how we all can yeah. quickly it's that's just, a two second switch i know what's going to happen there that's going to i know what's going to happen there it's going to be too many people out there standing like fucking momos you can't have it right so i, I like to do comedy outside if i can't right but it's got to be 12, 14 people. Yeah. Sunlight? Sunlight, or are you going to wait till night? Uh, six o'clock. That's good. You know, yeah. something like that. Gives that gives you two hours. It, it could only be in the room if we do it in the room. Yeah. It could only be in the room for an hour. Yeah. I, don't, I can't have consistent breathing in the room. Right. You got to be out of the room in an hour. Newt, spray it down. Air conditioning rolling. Fan going from the reverse. Fan. You got to get the filters. Yep. The you got to get that, that new thing with the filters, and you check the filters, and it tells you if it has the virus in oh, the I filters. I don't know about this. Damn. Yes. Is this made in Cuba? No. No, this is made in New Jersey, I think. You know, Johnny Flambitis. So that's the only way to do it. Yeah. Joe Rogan, do they not have these new filters that you put in? These are what the planes are going over to. So after every flight... When they clean the filter, 
They analyze and they can tell you if somebody had vid on that fucking plane. Really? The filters that are coming out now, like the filters that they're going to make you put in every restaurant, hotel, all that shit, mm. are going to be filters that tell you if there's COVID in the air. That makes sense. That makes sense. Like they when they change that. the planes over, that's what it's going to be. They have, that's when I'll start flying again, when they have those filters. Yeah. It takes it out, I'll, a little distancing. They're going to raise the prices, a deuce. So if you can't afford to fly now, forget about in two fucking years. Hmm. Teddy Atlas had Holloway 3-2. to two. Interesting. Everybody's a fucking judge all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? I know. <laughs> it's so tough to judge these things. It's very and tough. And then you watch them a year later with no hype, mm-hmm. and you'll see the winner. Sometimes that's what I do. I catch that UFC has a new thing late, late night on ESPN. UFC something. It's the fight without the hype. No hype. Hmm. Like so now you get to see Connor Diaz too. Get back to me. Mm. Get back to me. Once there's no more hype. What do you think about that fight, Connor Diaz too? When you watch it again, yeah. I don't know. Tough fight to call. Tough fight to call. Diaz might have won that fight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Close uh, fight. You watch these fights now without the hype. A year, 18 months later, whatever. And you look at it, these type of fights, and you'll go, ooh. It's like you said something very interesting. You could argue that Joanna won that fight. Yeah, the Wei Li Zhang fight? It, yeah. it depended who was there. You made some great points last week with Josh about the officiating in some states. Well, that's my, my it's point. It's fucking embarrassing. That's Thank why you God can't have you win bonuses. Something. Win bonuses, if you want to have win bonuses and you have bad officiating, you can't you can't do that because then you're stealing money away from people. You they win fights and then they don't they it costs them $50,000 because the audience or because the uh, judges rather are incompetent. Here it is, baby. You got to be Look how good that looks. Look how good that looks. That's incredible. I think, Joe, that you you have to be a purple belt in jiu-jitsu and a black belt in something. I don't care if it's Gush and Rue karate, okay? I want you to have an idea of what it is. If it's not Gush and Rue karate, it's you wrestled at Iowa. Right, you have to have some... I want you to have some type of yeah. experience to judge, guys, yeah. and to see who's aggressing. Who's running to add those things in? I've seen judging on the road. Right. I don't know what states it is because I don't remember. I'm not Joe Rogan. But let me tell you something. The judging has been horrific. Right. Well, I think I mean, New York was first... one of them. New, New York, York is just fucking, you know, and let me tell you, here's the funny thing. Yeah. One of the worst beatings ever given was Roberto Duran on that poor guy at the Davey garden. Moore. And they called Diaz fight. Yeah, Davey Moore. That's how much <laughs> of a gap. Like, he even pushed him and fucking pushed him back and threw a fucking haymaker at this kid. This kid was standing up a lot dead, and they didn't call the fight in New York. But that was 40 years ago. That's how much we've not, you know, look at the fight tonight. That kid punched him 2,000 times to the fucking head. Peter Young. Yeah, they could have stopped that fight. So, every, you know, every, I want everybody to be on the same page. If we all have to go to a conference every year... Twice a year, we have to do like, you know, like 
they're doing with cops now with the screens, simulated type situations. Like, let's call that. Like, I tried to announce a fight one time. It was the most. You announced was, a fight? I just playing around. Some guys, uh, what was that show? MMA Tonight with Boss Rutten. Yes. I went on there and I, they, 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 made, they put me on the spot. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> Are you fucking crazy? Look yeah, I went to some tournaments. I bet you'd be good. I could picture no, you being great I, at I, it. First though. of all, I can't see. So okay. I'm unqualified. Okay? <laughs> That's another thing. You better have 2020 vision. And I got to see it certified. Because I can't see. I'm sitting here and I can't talk because I got to fucking look. And forget the glasses. The oh, glasses. they had you judge. Yeah, the oh, glasses aren't okay. going to fucking help you. You nope. got to be fuck. You got to see. If you know, why wouldn't glasses help you? You just don't see those things, man. You could. You gotta have great vision. To I bet Walter, Walter and John McCarthy, they wear contacts. Something your vision mm. really has to be on. You talking you about refs or your judges? I'm thing. talking about the Ref, judges. judges right. I want them to take Alpha Brain. Yeah. I want them to <laughs> be alert. And the weird I thing about judges is, I want you to stop them and calm them down first. I don't want them to have a fight with their wife. I don't want them to be upset about their kid. A psychological evaluation. So they got to come in at six. They got to come in at five. Yeah. And just chit-chat a little bit. How's your week been? <laughs> Whatever. My dog ate some fuck. You got to go. It's like a judge. It's a no, dog. No. I want six guys there and give me the three guys. You know, I don't know what happened to that guy on the way to the judge. Maybe his daughter told him she wants to be a prostitute. Now he's trying to watch. <laughs> now this poor bastard's watching these fights, seeing his daughter with dicks in her fucking mouth. Do you understand me? How are you going to judge a fight? You ever go home at night and you get high and you watch a movie and you watch a movie and, you, and all of a sudden you think of a joke and you're watching this movie with your wife and all of a sudden you, you can't tell her. You can't say, like, what just happened because you just thought about a tag for your joke. Right. You just thought about a new idea for a show. Mm -hmm. You just thought, these judges are the same way. Yep. So when you come in, listen, the greatest mob boss of all time, Carlo Gambino, never answered the door. He had a rule. His wife always answered the door because she was an old lady and she, you thought she was her mother. So I'm coming there to beef about Joe Rogan to Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah. Guess what? She'd make me sit in the living room. And offer me espresso. I don't want a fucking espresso. I want to talk to Carlo. Joe Rogan robbed me. But she would calm you down. How are you? How are your children? How's your beautiful wife? Yeah. So you don't, you're like, I, I want to kill you, Mrs. Gambino. But you're like, you know what? My kid is good. She's learning how to swim. The other idiot just fell off the skateboard, got three stitches in his head. My wife, she spends all, you know, you could talk to her. So now when you go in the room, you're more calm. I don't know where these judges are ahead of coming, but I've seen things that are just mind-boggling, and I'm not a judge, and I'm not a fighter. I'm just a fat schmuck. I don't know, so I want them to really work on that worldwide. Australia has their own division. The UK has their own division. We have our own division. But we all zoom in once a year. It should be at least be equalized. All the different cities should get every, on the same I page. I think every six months, you should be tested. But every I think six what they should months. honestly do 
is uh, re-ramp the whole scoring the system. The whole scoring system. It's horrible, They use man. boxing system, basically. They've adapted the 10-point must system for boxing. But everything's different. First of all, the rounds are five minutes long. Second of all, you got all these other things to think about. Takedowns, leg kicks, elbows, submissions. There's so many different things to think of other than just hands. Maybe so it should be three different judges, one of wrestling, one of jujitsu, and one of boxing, and each three no, get their own thing. And, no, if they, and if both people are even, then it's even. No, sometimes there's no takedowns, right. and it's just kickboxing. Then what do you do with the wrestling judge? What does his court mean nothing now? That doesn't make any sense. But what does make sense is having more judges. If you have a lot more judges, you get a more balanced perspective. If you only have three judges... One of them could fuck it up. Right. Easy. Two of them could fuck it up. Easy. And you get bad decisions. But if you have 10 judges, judges aren't that expensive. Right. But you're, you get these million-dollar promotions. Have 10 real experts as judges. You're probably going to pick the right guy every time. You know? If you have 10, even if, like, if they don't want to fix the system, have 10 great judges. 10. Instead of three... Ten. How do those judges get those jobs? You have to be like the child of a congressman or something, right? To no, a lot of them are Vegas employees. Like, uh, there's a bunch of them in Vegas that I know for a fact don't know anything about martial arts. So how does I've that Never happen? trained in martial okay. arts, but they're judges in Vegas because they were judges uh, under the boxing boxing commission. So the athletic commission in Vegas hires them. They don't all do a bad job either. It's even the ones that don't know shit about martial arts, that have never trained, they don't all do a bad job, but some of them are terrible. But there's plenty of experts out there, man. There's so many martial artists. There's martial arts schools in every fucking city all over this country. And each one of those schools has probably dozens of people who are legitimate martial arts experts who love fights, who would do an amazing job. Dozens. Just tell them what the scoring system is, show them how to score fights, and let them do it. Having, there's no, it's like, it's like judging race car driving when you've never raced a car. You know, it's like judging a baseball game if you've never hit a ball, if you've never thrown a ball in your life. But it's worse, because baseball doesn't matter, there's no judging necessary. If you hit the ball and it fucking goes into the stands, it's a home run. It's right. real clear. Do those judges make real good money? Is that a well-paying job? I don't know. I wish, I don't know. It is? Oh. Just finish your food. <laughs> finish your potato <laughs> Don't <ball>. die, Oz. <laughs> I don't want you choking to death while I'm wearing a fucking no, no, crocodile no. Dundee hat. <laughs> It'll ruin all I my chips. I feel a lot of guilt about that. Remember oh, he choked. Because I asked if the boxing judges get paid off. Remember the ref uh, that was the dirty ref, the basketball ref? I had him on the podcast. Oh. They make money. So he's NBA. I knew uh, when I was a kid, Pat DePuzo was oh, that guy. NHL, mm. NHL. Pat DePuzo <laughs> fucking got a bad injury. That's, That's what he's known name. for. Pat DePuzo. That was his name, yeah. Pat DePuzo. Pat DePuzo. Go Patty house. Boy out of fucking North Bergen. Oh. He was an NHL referee. Fucking Patty Boy. He's they good. make good money. Baseball makes good money. How good does your vision have to be to be a... A first base umpire, Jamie. Think about it. How good does your vision, especially with instant replay? Okay, so referee gets nineteen hundred bucks. Judge gets sixteen hundred bucks. This is boxing technique. Yeah, but it's um probably the same. 
That's minimum. I bet they. But that's um, for a big fight. It's got to be up. Fight. Okay. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what it is uh, for fights in the UFC. I would imagine it's in the neighborhood uh, at least. So I think we got ballpark. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but so I don't care what you pay them if they're shit. If they're going to do a shitty job, I, it's not that. Yeah, I want them just to be trained. Yeah, like I said, you can't really be a fighter because then you're partial. I remember Sometimes. doing. I remember doing the San Francisco comedy competition. And I quit after the first week. You know why? Why? Because they had comics as judges, and they were talking to their friends afterwards. Oh, that's not true. So I, by Friday night, I got in my car, and I went right back and did my main room spot on Saturday night. Comics as judges is a terrible that's idea. That's not good. Joe Rogan cannot be a comedy judge. What did the Joe winner Dia, of that get? Right. Uh, 10, if I'm a comedy 000. judge, 10, I mean, 000. imagine if I'm a comedy judge, and it's you and, like, two other dudes I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not fair. No that's chance. not fair to nobody. They have no chance. And, but so usually they use, like, when you do the Seattle comedy competition or the San Francisco comedy competition, like Doug Stanhope won it. Oh. He won 10 grand. Oh, okay. That's what, you know, catapulted Doug. I love how but, he walks into the octagon. Look at him. Yeah, he's beautiful. But look at him. He just dancing. Jamie, what's the line right now? Right now. Oh, he's a favorite for sure. Let's I would, see I would imagine my guess, is, my guess is Usman's 2-1. to one. Yes, I probably dropped the 2-1. to one. It was 3-1. to one. Was it 3-1? to one? I think 2-1 to one is fair because um, would you Masvidal bet, didn't get, really get a camp. Would you bet Masvidal? Oh, yeah. 2-1 odds? Look, Masvidal can win this fight. Masvidal can win this fight. And Masvidal is a bad motherfucker, and he's very sneaky. He's very clever. He he does a lot of really he he does interesting shit. Like uh with the way he hit Darren Till. Darren Till's a very good striker, but he realized that if he switches stances and comes at him with that left hand, he so he switched stances and comes at him with the left hook from the I think it was from the southpaw side. I forget how he did it, but he he did it once earlier and hit him with it. And then he's like, "Oh, okay, I see what's going on here." And then he found the opening switch. Boom! And cracked him and dropped him and knocked him out. And that was a big knockout, man. And then the way the Ben Askren fight, that was another sneaky fight. Um, okay, 2.6 to 1, minus 260. So Usman is a two, six, minus 260 favorite. And plus 200 if you want to bet on Masvidal. Ma but like Masvidal, the way he knocked out Ben Askren, he knew if he came charging at Ben Askren, Ben Askren would automatically go for the takedown. It's just built into his, his nervous system. Yep. You come charge at him like that, Askren's going to try to go down. So just boom, caught him with that knee. That is an iconic photo. Oh, that no photo of him shredded. Just, you see his full six-pack land with the braids under that knee. You probably saw, but Ben Askren tweeted a few days ago. Yeah, you yeah, probably yeah. saw it. Imagine the most embarrassing moment of your life being you played celebrated every into year. a gif every day. Well, it's every year. Yeah. It I mean, this is the first year anniversary of it, but it became like, it's like a thing. It's, where it's for everything. It's also yeah, the intro right to there. the video game. It's That photo right there. Yeah. That is... Fucking! It's not that one, Jamie. It's the one down the. That's one. That's the one. That's iconic. Look at that. It's one of the only frames of the fight. That fight's so quick. That's five like five second fight. Yeah, it's like a third of the fight right there. Yep, crazy. But I mean, that is. Uh, I mean, when you look at like iconic moments in MMA, that is absolutely one of the most iconic moments. And plus, I think even though we know how the. Uh, time is kept. I think everybody above a level one like UFC fan knows 
that in all reality, that knockout's even faster than it's recorded because it was right. on the initial knee. Yep. He let him go two punches, <coughs> which is just going to yep. sort of fuck up the record later on when really somebody else is going for it. It was really probably three or yep. four. Yep. Yeah. Whenever that knee landed, that's it. it. When he falls backwards, that when, fight's over. When this guy was a contender, everybody wanted to stay the fuck away from him. Look at that. There Look. it is. 457. That's a three-second fucking knockout. He's out. Askren is out at 457. How crazy three is seconds, that? Three seconds. He's out cold. Yep. That should be three seconds. Yep. The clock isn't even usually on the screen that fast. It pops up on that yeah. frame, I remember. Right. It really, it really should be a three-second knockout. Yep. The referee just didn't get to him in time. Yeah, but it didn't can't. take two seconds for the referee to get to him from there, did it? Yeah, he's behind him. But it looks like he's right there. He lets him land two punches, and then, <laughs> hmm. then he calls it. And he's still jetting in. I love how he he tweets right afterwards. Well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody handled a loss better than him. Yeah, he's been and really that funny kind about of it. A loss, too, yeah, where you get flatlined like that. This fight, man, holy shit! This fight's crazy. Here we go, baby. Jamie, give me a little volume since I don't have headphones on. I'm gonna hear a little of this. The great Bruce Buffer. I can't wear headphones with this beautiful kangaroo <laughs> meat hat. <laughs> I don't know what this is made out of. Is this made out of kangaroo? Does it say? He told me. I forgot. What do you think, like, the most, like, demonic or haunted relic you have in here is? Like, I feel like so much of this crazy stuff's probably from some hidden temple or something, right? That's a good question. What's the most haunted shit we have in here? Mitzi's picture. Brody's picture. Brody's picture might be the most haunted. Yeah, I would say. Part of an Aztec empire. The energy of those. Stonehenge, dinosaur food. Who gave us that again? Good question. The energy from that, those things. From Mitzi's? No. The horns. The horns. Elves? Yeah. The horns have a, a weird energy. That's that's dinner. That's great energy. That thing gives me good energy. energy. I love those things. Did you eat that animal? I ate the fuck out of that one. That one's already eaten. That's I shot that elk two and a half, three years ago, whatever it was. <clears throat> yeah, I ate him. Wow. I ate his liver. I ate his heart. I ate everything. How big was he? Just a big elk. You remember the animal. weight? Took me like a year to eat him. Damn. <laughs> I had elk and eggs this morning for breakfast. That's great. Bro, if they do like an analysis of my DNA, they'd be like, what in the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this dude's 90% deer meat. <laughs> Is that all you eat now? Deer meat? I eat a lot of it, man. I cook, uh, I'll cook a big elk roast. It's so good. Um, every you week. And then I'll, uh, I'll eat it for breakfast. I'll slice it up. I'll put hot sauce on it. I'll eat it oh, cold. I see it. The jalapenos. I'll eat it. Um, you you, you get a Traeger yet, Joey Diaz? What? <clears throat> a Traeger grill, a smoker? No, no. I'm telling you, dude. Drunk. Yeah. You okay. Don't cook? You would if you had this, man, and jam. Great. I'm telling you. I don't like you. looking at food raw, bro. You don't like looking at food raw? <laughs> if you look at me, if you look at me, you're like, Joey is a great cook. I could sit with you and tell you how they do it at a certain <laughs> restaurant because I've hung out in the kitchen. But as far as me looking at a chicken, a raw chicken and touching it, 
all that shit. Really? No. Man, no. I could picture you over a grill. You'd get no. casted Don't for like every no character more. that stands over I a like grill. That. I used to make chicken a la coco. Yeah. When I was a kid, which was chicken cutlets, like with onions and garlic and mm. stuff. Usman just walked all the way across the cage and stood right in front of Masvidal as they said his name. This is going to be crazy. This is very interesting. Very interesting. Because this is the biggest, strongest guy that Masvidal has ever fought at welterweight. Oh, look how loose <coughs> he is. He was a pretty big guy at welterweight, too. But um, physically, Kamaru is a different animal. I mean, he's a national champion wrestler and just a spectacular physical specimen. Look at this. Low kick right away from Masvidal. Another low kick. And he clicked him with a left hook. Oh, inside low kick. Masvidal took him down. Or, excuse me, Kamaru took him down. Masvidal's a very good wrestler, though. He's real sneaky. Very sneaky with his grappling. interesting that it's down this fast yeah it is interesting but he's kind of holding on let's see what he's able to do you just fart no what happened that was the chair <laughs> <laughs> but i was gonna say is that you know he fought at lightweight most of his career masvidal did and usman is much bigger I mean, he's a, an enormous lightweight. He's about as big as a lightweight can... Excuse me, enormous welterweight. He's about as big as a welterweight can get. And the only guy to beat Usman was a lot taller than him, right? Isn't that no, what he Usman said? No, Usman got caught in... Uh, I think it was his first pro fight. He got caught with a rear naked choke. Yeah. And he got tapped. But it, it, I don't think it had anything to do with someone being bigger. He just didn't understand jujitsu then. Yeah. He's out. He's up. Interesting. Not much damage at all. From Nothing. The Very little happened there. But now on the feet, I give a big advantage to Masvidal, especially when it comes to uh, wow, especially when it comes to combinations. He, he lands wild combinations. Inside low kick again. I hate that, bro. If Masvidal wins this fight, he's a goddamn superstar. Yeah. Oh, nice knee to the body. Oh, shit. He hurt him. He hurt him with that knee. Oh, and it kicked him in the body. Ooh. What did you say in Cuban a second ago? <clears throat> the thing about this fight is that Masvidal was training for a fight on July 11th, but then the negotiations didn't go well, and then they gave it to Gilbert Burns, because Gilbert Burns was willing to take a, a, di a different deal that Masvidal wouldn't take. But he was still training. Now, he says he was ready anyway because he thought that one of these guys was going to fall out. Because a lot of times guys do fall out. Guys get injured all the time. I would say it's like 40% of the time in these big fights, some shit happens and things fall apart. I mean, Dustin Poirier said he's been training all along. Yeah, he does. It's smart, man. It's smart. Look at Khabib and Tony Ferguson have never happened 
Every fucking time they're supposed to happen, it doesn't happen. That fight's been canceled five times. So when you're at this level, it's a smart move if they're negotiating with you for a fight on July 11th. Just keep training, man, even if the negotiations fall apart. Because if you do get that call six days out and you are in shape, but the question is, like, is Masvidal? I mean, we don't know. We don't know how much he was training. We don't know what he did do. Oh, oh. big shot by Usman. Little blood over Masvidal's eyebrow. Oh, see? See what I'm saying? He's sneaky. He sets stuff up. He does, like, some crafty veteran shit in there. See, like, he, he'll rush you he and hit you with shots coming in. Look how Usman's those calm and steady, calm and steady. That's how he was with Colby, too, calm and steady. Just kept that pressure on. Didn't really throw 100% heat until he knew he had him hurt. He just stays calm and steady. He'll stab you in the stomach a lot with those front kicks, too. But see, Ooh. Jorge is wow. catching him with these combinations, man. Oh, this wow. is not good for Usman. Oh! oh shit. Masvidal's just too clever and fast with his hands. He's got to get away from that cage. Hit him with the right hand. Oh. Big shots to the body by Ma by Usman. Whew. The wild thing about Masvidal is he basically <laughs> outboxed Nate Diaz, who Oh, he beat the shit out of Nate yeah. Diaz, man. Who beat the shit out of him. That was uh who outboxed was, Conor McGregor, mm -hmm. who won rounds against or round at least against Mayweather. Well, they were talking about setting up Masvidal and Conor McGregor and Dana White was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> It's like I'm not having that fight. That is not happening. That is not. And they were also talking about setting him up with Usman. And again, Dan White was like, "Get the fuck out of here," because they were talking about it right after he knocked out Cowboy. When Connor knocked out Cowboy, he's like, yeah. "I fucking love myself at 170. I'm fucking strong. <laughs> I feel great, Joe." <laughs> <laughs> That's much better than my Jimmy Schubert. <laughs> I can do all these things. I can do all these things at 170. Look at this. Boom. Oh, big right hand there by Usman on the break. Bink. Look at that right hand. Ooh. And the left hook on the break. And again, chopping at that leg. That low calf kick. You know what's interesting? Masvidal stands dead straight. Like, you you watch how he stands up. He doesn't look like he's avoiding a takedown at all. Look at that takedown. Deep single leg got out of it. Wow. <clears throat> I know. Way high, too. That's Stretched him out. Hard to do. Oh, look at this. He's deciding. He must have got some good coaching in the corner. And they're like, hey, listen, fuck all this boxing. You're the best wrestler in this division. Yeah. Get a hold. There you go. Get a hold of this guy. Drag him to the fucking ground and maul him. That's what you do. Because he's getting hit too many times. <clears throat> and he's only human. 
as tough as Usman is, a guy like Masvidal clips you a few times. That little video game power bar just keeps dropping. Kind of impressive. What I was going to say about Masvidal is that he stands straight up. He doesn't like have it doesn't look like he's trying at all to stop takedowns. It looks like he's in a kickboxing fight. He's like got perfect upright posture, but his balance is so good and his takedown defense is so good. He usually can avoid them. It's a weird position they're in. He's got wrist control. taking a lot of foot stomps yeah those are weird man <clears throat> i mean someone does them perfectly Whoa, nice elbow there wow someone does it perfectly you can uh you can you can damage someone's foot but it's oftentimes it's just annoying yeah it seems like those would really hurt that was a good left hand of the body by usman <clears throat> He's digging into the liver with that. I guess in the new video game, you could do like Florida Backyard <laughs> Octagon. I think oh, I yeah, saw. like where yeah. Masvidal and Kimbo Slice used to fight? Yep. Does it look like Masvidal has like white stuff on his face? Am I the only one seeing that on the close-ups? White close stuff ups? on his face? What do you yeah, mean? It looks like he has like... He's like l losing color in his face or something. What? What are you talking about? You see that? Like how it looks like he sort of has like a sun suntan lotion on or something? It's not the like the uh, contrast. He's just sweating. Yeah, maybe it's just the contrast on the TV or something. I think it's just sweating in a fight. He's got to get away from the fucking cage. <clears throat> Boy, it's tough when this poor guy's leaning on you. Oh, I understand. Well, Usman definitely just doesn't want to. Well, he's just being smart. Fight. Yeah. His his strength is in his grappling and his physical size and power. And the more he does this to Masvidal, and the way he's digging into the body, the more he does this, the more it's going to take away from Masvidal's ability to explode on him. What does Masvidal need to do here? Big step to the left and push with well, the left arm? <clears throat> He's, uh, he's definitely got to get his back away from the cage, for sure. He's got to try to turn him. He's got to escape. He's got to somehow or another get out of this clinch. But it's like, how much energy is it going to take to do that? And if he does do that, will Usman be able to put him right back on there? But he's got to do something or he's losing this round. I mean, he's only got 55 seconds to go, right? Oh, and he's, he keeps shoulder checking him. I mean, Masvidal's smiling, but he's for sure giving up this round. <clears throat> oh, good left hand by Usman. Masvidal still has a full gas tank right now. Oh, nice inside low kick. Oh, shit. That's why Usman that's why wanted to do that. Him, oh, shit. Oh, nice low kick. Damn, they didn't catch that one on camera. They were uh, they had a mid-body camera shot. But that was a nice low kick. 
Yeah, Masvidal. Big control of the stand-up. What does that mean? It means good. Oh, good. Good things are happening, Tony. Fucking white people, am I right, Joey? One more time, Joey. I'm sorry. You Cubans, you talk a whole different language. Come over here with a crocodile Dundee (laughs) hat on. Yeah, it was the contrast, by the way. There's no. Yeah, he looks beautiful. Yeah. He's got perfect skin. Mm -hmm. He's telling them, don't let him hold on to you. Oh, yeah, you can translate this. <laughs> Breathe through your nose. Breathe. <clears throat> they must have listened to my podcast with James Nestor. <clears throat> He's got a lot of gook over his left eye. Look at that shit. They should wipe that off. That's all Yo Romero shit. <clears throat> that goop is, uh, it'll get into his eyeball, though. I think it's just Vaseline, but in boxing, they actually use adrenaline to stop cuts, to stop bleeding, which is interesting. I wonder how that even works. Like it's a cream? I think it's like uh, an ointment, like an adrenaline ointment that they use to stop the bleeding. I've never asked a doctor about it, but I know that they, I've heard commentators talk about it, how they use adrenaline. Have you ever interviewed Tyson Fury? Yes. He's awesome. Any chance he got to use the kick machine? No, he didn't use the kick machine. I'd love to know what he'd score on that if he tried. From a punch? Because if that dude could kick, if he could land a kick with his punching and just brains. Well, Nganu punches almost as hard as I kick. Like when you look at the meter, like what it registers, he has the hardest registered punch on that thing. And for a while, I had the hardest registered kick. Wow. But some other dude bested me. Damn. I fucked my so knee up. So you doing can that. kick I, as hard as Naganu can punch or harder? Yeah, I kick harder. Than Holy he shit. Yeah, but it's a yeah. leg, dude. Yeah, right. It's a I big get difference. It, but that's still a pretty cool thing to think. <laughs> <laughs> But I, uh, I was doing it with Joe Schilling, and oh, shit, nice inside low kick. Oh, shit, they're getting after it here. Oh! Third round here. Things are heating up. Anyway, I tore my meniscus doing it like an idiot. Me and Joe Schilling were doing it. I had my pants on, no warm-up. Mm. 52 years old, full blast kicking this bat <laughs> like an idiot. And then the next day, my meniscus was really sore. I got an MRI. I have a, a little tear in there now. I've been working on it ever since, trying to fix it. That stretching's important. It's not even stretching. It's getting your, everything right. warmed up. <clears throat> but stretching like- is okay, but really what's important is uh, getting heat in your muscles and sweating. Did he take one in the nuts there? What happened? 
This is nice. You got to take a little break here for Jorge. <clears throat> what did he do here? I'm confused. I didn't see that replay. Did you? Yeah, it didn't look like a low blow there. Maybe it was a different shot. <clears throat> I didn't see the the replay at all. The replay looked above the uh, groin, but I think they may have shown. They're telling him he has the time. Punch after that. Was Usman talking to him? I don't know. I don't think so. Look at Usman. He's ready. Let me see this. Hmm. Whoa, what's that? That's the part that was weird. He, he cupped his nuts, Yeah, right? Yeah, that was it. It wasn't the punch. Because <laughs> that's when he rea reacts on the other angle. Like I'm serious. A nut cup. It's like, you're going to let him squeeze my junk like that? <laughs> Mm. Who's your favorite referee, Joe Rogan? Herb Dean. Yeah. I think Herb Dean's the best. But there's a lot of guys that are really good. There's like there's that level, that Herb Dean level. Now, especially now that Big John McCarthy's retired. But uh there's a lot of really good guys. I just when I see Herb Dean, I get I feel safe. I'm like Herb's not gonna fuck this up. So weird how quiet it is in there. Oh, it's weird. Fucking Joey, weird. you got to go there live. I, I wish can't. you could come I, with I'm me. I'm watching this. I'm like, this just. I wish you could come with me to one. There's a lot more people in the audience in this one than normal. Wow, look at that. Big takedown for Usman. This is big. This is big. If Usman can get a couple of takedowns like this, that's big. And here he is inside control. Wow. Big uh, striking advantage for Usman. Look at that. 144 total strikes versus 89. Here we go. Look at that. Get up. Nope. Control them. Oh, mm. big elbow by Usman. This is the first fight where um, Usman's working with Trevor Whitman, too. He's down in Denver with Justin Gaethje, and and that's where uh, Rose Namajunas is training, too. Shout out to Pat Barry. Oh, look at that. They all train in Denver? Yeah. <clears throat> Is there an advantage? Big round for Usman. Is there a big advantage with that altitude? <sighs> That's a good question because some people say yes and some people say no. Some people say you're better off training at sea level because at sea level you could put in more work because there's more air. 
And really what the altitude is for is for recovery. So you should sleep at altitude but train at sea level. That's what a lot of people think. That's what like the current cutting-edge science seems to indicate. So they think that maybe the best thing to do is to train at sea level and then sleep in an oxygen tent. My best sleeping ever was when I lived in Snowmass Village. Yeah? That's when that waking up in the middle of the night shit ended in my life. I would leave the window open two inches. Oh, you get that cool air. And my two in the morning... Have you stayed? Fucking, it's crazy. Have you stayed in a hotel since the lockdown? No. We stayed when we were in Houston. We, you know, there was nobody there. Nobody there, Joey. You can't find sleep like this in Los Angeles. You, there will be a helicopter at some point within six hours. I mean, I didn't realize until I woke up. I didn't hear a peep for eight, ten hours. Something crazy. Championship it, round. There's nobody in the hotel, so it's it's oh. You're on the twelfth floor oh, look of how an he empty just drops hotel. Down and grabs that leg, dude! Undeniable, undeniable wrestling and strength. Look at this, Masvidal fought it off. Ooh, ooh! It's so different with no crowd, man. You hear these shots when you're there live. You hear them breathing. It's crazy. It's wild because even fight. when it's packed arenas. Even mm-hmm. when it's packed arenas, you can hear so much. So I can't even imagine what it's like. It's amazing. When it's empty. I got to be honest, I kind of like it better. There's something about the undeniable energy of a big crowd that's pretty amazing, too. It's not like it's bad. But there's something extra special about being able to watch these fights with no audience when you're there live. Because, first of all, you feel so fortunate. You're like, man, I can't believe I'm here watching Tyron Woodley and Gilbert Burns live, you know, no audience. There's not that many people got to see that fight live. See, Mazadal's, he's just fighting off these takedowns all the time now. Man, Jorge is just having a hard time with this wrestling. And here we are in the fourth. <clears throat> it's just got him covered. I wonder what, if anything, would have been different if he did have a full training camp for this. Because Usman just looks sensational. Saying something. It's 9.30 in the morning there right now. In Yaz Island? Yeah. Oh, my God. Is it really? That's kind of crazy. So when was the first fight? I can't imagine them ever getting, going, trying for that schedule, though. To them, it's got to still be. So the first fight was like, what, six hours ago? Yeah. So they started fighting at 3.30 in the morning? Oh. <laughs> They did that oh! once, and we had to do that Jorge once. Jorge uh, caught him with a big shot. The one we were at in Sweden dude, was Dude, dude, dude. Like,
Vamos, vamos, vamos. Usman letting him stand. Yeah, he's trying to lure him into something. See, he does he does these rushes. Oh, shit. Oh. Ah, oh, don't give him that. Fought off that takedown. Nice. Ooh. Woo! Big punch by Usman. Oh! These fights are so, like, these kind of fights are so interesting to me. Because it's like you see a guy who's as strong as Usman and such a good wrestler and figures out how to get a guy up against the cage. And I know for a lot of people this shit's boring because it's not a lot happens, but it's so hard for him to avoid. Like, as a, a oh. fighting tactic, nice elbow, as a fighting tactic... It just cuts out all the striking, cuts out all the danger, and then Usman completely controls what's happening. Wow. I was really interested in seeing Gilbert Burns versus Camaro, too, because they train together. They know each other's shit. Wow. This round's going to be tremendous, guys. I bet. This is going to be tremendous. What do you tell Masvidal right now if you're in his corner? You got to win by knockout. You got to knock him out. You got to find a way to knock him out. Do not let him touch you. Do not let him grab a hold of you. And if he grabs a hold of you, you got to fight for your life. You only have five minutes. Just give everything you got for that five minutes. But do not let him grab you. Do not let him press you up against cage. Don't resign yourself to that position either. There we go. All right. Round five. It's just th that clinch is so hard for Usman to be denied. You know, he's just so good at getting it. And then what do you do? You can't get him off you. He's had Masvidal on the cage like, uh, like Khabib keeps people on the ground. Yeah, but there's a big difference between those two things. Right. It's not as good. 
it's not as good as getting a guy to the ground. Of getting course, a guy to the ground yeah. like what Khabib does is the most dominant. Yeah. But it's still, it's like that was Randy Couture's move. You get guys up against the cage and beat them up against the cage. They couldn't do shit. Wear you out. Yeah. Ah, there it is. Mmm. <clears throat> Usman's on top here. Relentless pressure. <clears throat> Man, this is just no... There's no substitute for that elite wrestler grappling ability. Those elite wrestlers, when you get to that national champion, world champion level of grappling, those guys like, like Daniel Cormier, mm -hmm. Kamaru, like so many of these like top flight wrestlers, they get a hold of motherfuckers and it's like... That's just, a, just a, such a big advantage. This is not good for Masvidal. Three minutes to go. Stuck underneath here. What's he doing? Does he have his knee on his neck right now? Yeah, he's just got his knee. Yeah, Kamaro does, it looks like. Look at that. Yeah, it does. It looks like he's, that's his, his left knee. That's interesting, right? It's the fucking police move. See how he's using his toes? You're not allowed to use your toes in the cage. It's so crazy. Masvidal's got to get out of there, man. He's got to figure out a way to get out of there. If he's underneath this for the remainder of the fight, he is not going to win this fucking fight. No chance. But if he can get up and get out of here, anything can happen. 155. Oh, sliding in the mount. Uh-oh. Oh, Here's the shit. roll. Come on, stand up. Get a foot under. It's going to be a lot of energy to try to get up from here, man. Yeah. Usman's keeping that weight on him. Got that front headlock. And the way he manhandles people, man, I mean, he manhandled Tyron Woodley. Which is fucking crazy. What is he doing here? It looks Is he going for an anaconda choke? It's hard to tell here. He might be going for an anaconda choke. Uh, I don't think so. Look at his right arm. You can see it. And with one knee down, he can only... Usman can only knee him in the body, right? Yes. Or the legs. Oh, he's up. He's up. Come on. 40 seconds. Let's see some what fireworks. What can you do? He's so tired, man. Yeah. I mean, he might not even physically be able to get him away from him at this point. That's why this is so interesting. I know people don't like these positions, but God damn, it's crazy. Here we go. 30 seconds left. They're both on their feet. Oh.
10 seconds. Well, the winner in still. Yeah. For sure, right? Absolutely. Great, some great fucking fights. Great fights. Mm -hmm. Great, great fights. fights. The whole night. Great it was fun. Company. I got stoned there for there a There was second. no conspiracy theories? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it usually conspiracy theories? Oh, my God. Eddie, by now, Eddie would be drunk, and there would be, like, some QAnon or some... Earth is flat, or so, depends on what where his head's at at the moment. There's always some new one. There's always some new thing going around that you need to know about. But I don't know about stand-up boys. I really don't. You know, Tony. After you and I got back, we had a good time. Dog, that was the worst. When you called me that day, you were done, and I felt so bad for you. You were done. Well, when I found out that Brendan uh, got COVID, when he texted me that he got it, I was Listen, like, brother, oh, my goodness. Vegas was about to open comedy August 1st until, what's his name, fainted in Nashville. Yeah, and D.L. Hughley. Pulled it back. DL? Mm -hmm. That's DL, why they pulled it back? Once they saw D.L., they said, we're not taking a chance. It's probably it's too smart. Rough. It was too rough. I, I'm like, I'm telling you, it's... It's, it's if just it, the weird place because six hundred, it's a hundred, you know, and people can entertain. You know what? You go to the Woolton Theater, okay? Mm -hmm. If you really, really, really want to do comedy, get three hundred people. Call live Nate. Not even. Not even. Two thousand people. You knock it down to three hundred. Three hundred, and pay per view it. Pay per view it. Pay per view it and keep <clears> it, <throat> and they could buy it the whole week on pay per view. Mm. That's gonna work. That, that's if you want to do it, and everybody's got to be. You you pretty much the the theater keeps the three hundred seats, and that pretty much goes to clean the theater. They could sell booze, snacks, take a percentage of your T-shirts, and you keep some of the paper per well, views. They're gonna rob you on the pay per views. We are at. We know the deal. It's a Hollywood accounting, but it's a lot better than doing sitting on your ass at home. We're at about six months. We're close to six months as far as like when they found out about this disease. Somewhere in that range. Close to four months for when they really started working on the vaccine, right? I mean, it had to happen here in America. It was like March, April, May, June. Now we're in July. Five months. So now that they know what it is, I know there's several different vaccines they're working on. Maybe they'll have one in six months. Are you going to be six the first months one from to now? line up and then have a third eye in your asshole? Is that what you're going to do? <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, great. You're going to go shoot whatever the fuck they give you? Are you vaccinated? I have no idea. You don't even know? I remember getting the, I remember getting the, no. I got the one on my arm when I came from Cuba. Uh, I remember the, I, all that shit. I got to go back now. To I got, Cuba? I, no, I got to go back and get a tetanus shot and the one for chicken pox. I if think you, you don't. I don't think if you. If you had chicken pox as a kid, you it could come back to you when you get older, and it comes. Really? Out. It's called something. Come on, Jamie. When they you had chicken pox, you, you can get it what again. What is it? It's shingles. Shingles. Oh. That's what it so is. So you have to go get a vaccine for shingles when you turn fifty. Wow. 
because that shit comes back to haunt you, and they say that shit hurts. Shingles and, is supposed to be really and rough. He wants me to take a tetanus shot, but a friend of mine said he got a tetanus shot, and his arm was sore for three fucking weeks. I faint. I'm good with giving you. Wait a minute. Your friend's a pussy. I've had a tetanus shot before. Where'd you get it? My arm. And how did it feel? But you like all that shit. Yeah. You gotta like that shit, bro. (laughs) You gotta like needles. And Dean Delway said Joe sent him to the fucking place for his neck. He said that they stuck a needle in, that he passed out. He woke up, and they were still taking blood on him. They made him drink a smoothie. And he just kept passing out. When I give blood, guys. He passed out from giving blood? That happens. Because his fucking neck. Or whatever he heard. Uh, well, Dean was, Dean was in rough shape. Yeah, I sent him to the place. Yeah, I sent him to get Regenikine on his neck. So he told me. He goes, I passed out twice and woke up. He and I were in the back. We were in the back parking lot area, um, uh, the back lot. And uh, he went like this when someone went near him. And I go, what's the matter? He goes, hey, nobody can touch me. They bump into me, man. I'm fucking pain shoots up my neck. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they told me uh, that some crackhead... A meth head, rather. Crackheads were the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Some meth head in a car knocked him over. Some lady knocked yes. him over on his motorcycle and fucked him up really bad. Yeah. And it kept getting worse. And that was like two years ago, right? Yeah. He stopped riding bikes. and um, But the injury just kept getting worse. And he said if someone even bumps into him, it would send a pain up, up his neck. And he said that one of his arms was starting to uh, atrophy. It wasn't working as well as the other one. I'm like, oh, my God, dude, you got to do something about that right now. And so I, I sent him to uh, my guy in Santa Monica at uh, Life, uh, Lifespan Medicine. And they take your blood and, like, spin it or they something? Do, yeah, they, it's like a, an advanced form of platelet-rich plasma. It's called Regenikine. And they had a clinic that people were flying all the way to Germany to get this treatment done. Yeah. It's very effective, especially for bulging discs. I've had it done multiple times. I went to one of those places one time. Uh, I was just hung over shit one day. had a bunch to do that day, so I went to go get a uh, fluid IV drip down the street and I, at the desk I got sold on one of those things where like they spin your blood at ozone or something like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they were taking blood from me and I passed out at one point. <laughs> and I came back and Fuck the doctor you. guy was shoving a... <laughs> It's putting you. a chocolate uh, candy in my mouth so that I'd eat that. I just uh, remember so like funny. the look of the guy like, you're going to be okay. Bite down on the chocolate. You have no idea what I've gone through in my life. From the fist fights to the arguments to the beatings. I still remember my mother taking me into a restaurant bathroom and holding me in a, what's that one? They Headlock? Fought? Guillotine? The other one, guillotine. And she's and punching you? Me. No. She shot you up? Yeah, with what? what? Penicillin. Oh my god! Because I, my, I, when I was a kid, I was so sick. <laughs> she got you in a headlock and shot you a penicillin. Listen to me. <laughs> Where'd the Listen needle go? Listen to me. On top of his head. Cubans. <laughs> we had, I had a Cuban doctor, a, a doctor Orlando Del Valle. Oh he made house god. calls. Okay, Ugh. he came over. He would come into the room, and this is very funny because I'm gonna tell you how fucking hysterical Redix is. Hereditary shit is crazy. <laughs> Your kids get what you got. Now, he would come over. Now, Doctor Del Valle did a bump from time to time. Now, this is <laughs> I'm talking did about. What? I'm talking about 1968, 69. Please, a bump? this goes on. Him uh, when he come over. I lived on 205 West 88th Street. He bring the little thing, and him and my mom would talk, and my stepdad. 
and then somebody else would be there, like a chick that would help my mom. And sure enough, he would come over, put the thermometer in my ass, and then look at me and say, Jose Antonio, I have to give you a needle. And I go, give me five minutes. Let me think about it. And he and my mom would go, what's going on? He has to think about it. I swear to God, you don't take that needle, I'll fucking kill you. So then they would go in the fucking parlor to put on Cuban music, and I would like put cartoons on. Like it was inevitable. And then, then he would he would have like two drinks. Like how old are you during this time? I'm five, six. <laughs> he would have two drinks. Then he'd come back in. He goes, I was like, Tony, are you ready yet? And I'm like, I'm not ready. So for years they called me, me va That means it's going to hurt. They would have to hold me down and give me a shot. So then my stepfather, mom, the babysitter, and my mom, and my mom would be like, I'll fucking knock you out. Stop crying, you fuck. Be a man. I'd be like, oh, it's going to hurt. Stop it. But my, I would have an allergy to a certain penicillin. So the next day my temperature would go up. So he he was such good friends with my mom. He goes, listen, this is a, con, a continuity thing. Why don't I just leave you with a penicillin, put it in the refrigerator. I'll give you a couple syringes. And whenever he gets sick, just fucking stick him. Wow. So we were at a restaurant. I was going to Sacred Heart School for Boys. And my mother was dropping me off at 5 o'clock. We went to a fancy white people restaurant <laughs> next to Kearney, New Jersey. I'm talking violins like white people in the 70s. This isn't like now, like, ha, ha, ha. These were very conservative white people. And I'll ne- this is the double whammy of the day. You ready? I don't fucking like milk. <laughs> and my mother used to look under my eyelids. I don't fucking like milk. What? Till this day, I don't drink milk. When you were like a kid, a, you didn't like no, milk? No, the taste. A baby? Nothing. I, I must. I, I, I drank the <laughs> What did you drink as a baby? I drank the tit milk. And one day, I got old enough, and I just didn't like milk. But I, my <laughs> human people have this thing that they look under the eyelids. And my mom would go, you, you, you're weak somewhere. So she would make me drink milk or whatever. So we're at a restaurant, okay? And I'm like, my mom's like, drink your milk. I go, I want Hershey's chocolate. You know, the powder. Oh, yeah. In those days, we were either the chocolate powder or the strawberry. Yeah. I wanted the strawberry or the chocolate. The, my, the guy goes, listen, we don't have that. What I'll do is put a piece of ice cream. I go, give me a milkshake. You know what this motherfucker did? He got a glass of milk. And he put ice cream on the fucking thing, like a scoop of ice cream. So my mom's like, drink the milk. I go, it's just fucking milk with an ice cream on it. My mom's like, I'm in no fucking mood for you today. I'm going to drop you off at the school, but you better drink that fucking milk. We're at a white people restaurant. Do you understand me? In 1972, my mom goes, you got about five minutes to drink that milk. I had my little military suit on and shit, my little Catholic suit on, because I had to bring you back with a suit. My mom goes, if you don't fucking drink it, I'm going to pour it over your fucking head in this restaurant. <laughs> and I was like, I'm telling you right now, oh I ain't going to fucking drink it. Oh my my God. mother took the fucking milk, dumped it on my head oh in this no. restaurant. The fucking ice cream sat on my head. I had milk dripping. And then the ice cream slowly melted off my head oh and no. fell on my lap. White people were like, what the fuck kind of discipline is this? So my mom's like, wipe your face. So when she wipes my face, Joe Rogan, she goes, do you have a fucking temperature? Because I was such a sickly fucking kid. She goes, you got a fucking, 
How long have you been walking around with this fucking temperature? I go, I don't know. She goes, let's go in the bathroom. You're she's still like, at the restaurant. We're still in the restaurant. I go, she goes, I got oh a syringe. My God. She pulls it out of her purse. She carried it around with her. You had to. I was that sickly of a kid. I was at the hospital every other week. They knew me on first name wow. fucking basis. That is crazy. Wow. She took me in the fucking ladies' room, locked the door, take your pants off. I'm not doing it. Take your pants Jose Antonio, please, don't make me give you a beating in this fucking bathroom store. I'm not doing it. And that's when the beating started. And she got me in one of those fucking things. <laughs> she unzipped my pants. She punched me in the stomach to no. loosen me up. Oh, yeah. She was a grinder, dog. Oh, my God. And, and she would shoot me that thinking about it now I could get a blood clot. Because my ass from me tightening up would get like a purple thing all the way down my leg. <laughs> like, I'm lucky I'm fucking alive. I'm lucky I'm alive, dog. Oh, my God. I remember I was in Jersey City one time. I fainted on a nurse. I pissed my pants. The nurse comes. I pissed the bed. Yeah. This is my first time ever. I pissed the fucking bed, guys. I'm when you fainted? I'm, no, no, no. Oh. They put me in the hospital that night mm -hmm. for a lung infection. In the middle of the night, I was so scared. I pissed the bed, and there was a rubber bed. So the piss don't go into the mattress. You're just swimming in your own piss. So finally at 5 in the morning, I get out of this piss fucking juice, and I'm just sitting in the chair looking out the window, and this lady comes in with a little cart, and she's like, Jose Diaz? I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm here to draw blood. I go, listen, I just fucking pissed the bed. I'm scared shitless. Come back in like an hour. Let me get my head together. What do you got to bother me with a needle for? Look at the shape of me. And she's tormenting me. Well, the doctor says we have to do it right now. Look, I don't care what the doctor's telling you. Let's get some pajamas. Let me take a shower. Let me get bed. Let me eat some breakfast. She's like, no, we got to do it before breakfast. <coughs> She's breaking my balls constantly. No, we got to do it before breakfast. I'm like, you want a fucking needle, bitch? <laughs> you want to give me a fucking needle, bitch? Let's go. <clears throat> I got so mad. I don't even know where I got those. At that time, I didn't have balls. But this bitch aggravated me so much. She wanted to see what I was telling her. I t I'm, I'm going to go down. I'm telling you I'm going to go down. You know what this bitch said to me? She goes, then don't sit down. Stand up. It's better if you stand up. Let's go down the hallway, and the noise will distract you. You won't get that scared feeling. I said, this is not going to end. Like, this bitch was not leaving without my blood. Mm -hmm. So you want my blood, bitch? I'll give it to you. I got out. Let's go. We went outside to the fucking hallway. She put the fucking tube around my arm. She had a little cart. I'll never forget, 1979, she had a little fucking cart. She put the thing around me. All I know is she stuck the needle in. Next thing you know, I'm hearing sirens. Okay? And the cart is tipped over. I'm on top of the cart. And she's under the cart. And they've got two aluminum things. Remember those things they cracked? You ever fight? Yeah. Remember them? They knocked you out? Smelling they had two of them in my nose directly. Like, to wake me up. They, they couldn't get me up. They just put them in my fucking nose. Let me tell you about that 13-day experience. Something I'll never forget that shocked me to that day. I still remember from September. They let me out the day Ali lost to Larry Holmes. Oh, God. September 28, 1979. They let me out at 2, and I went and did ass at a party. Fresh from the... With the bracelet on, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't even take the bracelet off. There was a party for me, the whole thing. We were fucked up. But one thing I remember about that experience was the third night I was there, how scared I was. And the guy next to me was an old man. And I go, hey, what's your name? 
He's like a doll. He's like, Sal. I go, Sal, what's going on? He goes, well, I had a stroke, and the side of my body that had the stroke is the side that develops the shit. So I'm having a hard time shitting. I go, really? And I'm blowing farts the whole night. <laughs> it's a two-man bed. He's in there dying. He, he's just farting. A two-man bed? It's a two-man room. room. Oh, okay, okay. And they had a curtain in between. Oh, okay. And I don't know if his name is Sal. I'm just making this up. But right. Whatever his name, whatever was, his name was. He was a very nice man. And he had a family, and they come in, and at night he go, ooh, ooh, my stomach hurt. You know, the whole fucking right, right. thing. And they tried things on him. I remember one night they were like, that's it. You're either shitting tonight or you're doing surgery in the morning. The doc, I'm listening to the doc. You know, you can hear if they're talking to yeah. the guy next door. And I'm like, I wonder what the fuck they're going to do to this motherfucker. They came with like a Ghostbuster gun. It was like a corking gun. <laughs> and they had a tube in it and they put it in his asshole. I'll call? never forget this. Having my little black and white TV and just sitting there watching TV and hearing like, ooh. And all of a sudden they started squirting water in his ass like, a, like an enema oh, with a hose. Jesus and they Christ. didn't have PPE on. The <laughs> shit started coming out. And the shit was coming out of his ass. And they're like, run, run. The nurse came and got me. They were like holding me. like I was. They thought I was like Biggie getting shot. They were smothering me. There was shit coming out of his ass. Like, remember the Beverly Hillbillies? How the oil would come out of the floor. The next thing I will know, never forget that. That they did everything they could because I knew they think that we were, like I was going to call like whoever then. DACA, DACA, whoever. Who do you call when they're not cleaning up? Uh, There's something you call like uh, they make code. Who are the people who make code? Like whoever well, make code. I don't know. They had to like fucking rub my shoulders. APA, APA, Environmental Protection Agency. Yeah, whatever. APA. <laughs> they knew that they didn't come in with the right protection. <laughs> okay. They just came in like, well, try, let's see if this works. <laughs> but worked. when they stuck it in his ass, his ass blew up. <sighs> they didn't know it was gonna work. They were like, well, maybe it's not gonna work. So right. But, you know, they came in very they came nice. In normal. Yeah. yeah. And when they shot the coking gun with the water <laughs> up his ass, shit started coming everywhere. It was like a, a volcano. I'm not kidding you. And I'm you not, could see it? The curtain was up. Uh, they opened oh the curtain. Oh, my God. I could that. smell it. It was like a sewer. Uh. And he's like, oh! And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And they were shooting him with water up his ass, like with a hose. Oh, And they're like, call God. the nurses. Get towels. Get towels. And they threw towels down. And that night I had my own room. I'm in there fucking by myself. They're like, Mr. Diaz, we're sorry about that. I'm like, don't worry about nothing. I won't say nothing. They gave you your own room. They gave me a, a single room. Well, it's only right. Were you smoking? Did you do a smoking act? No, on? he's like, a, like a doctor. Oh, like okay. Doctor. I didn't know if they were like that's, that's Joey Diaz. Like that's how, when he wins. Mm -hmm. I had like a fucking bad lung infection, and they pretty much asked me to leave. Thirteen days. Why'd they ask you to leave? Because it was too much. What do you mean? My friends were coming in with cases of beer. Oh, you were partying there. With an eight pack. They were coming with a case of nips. Remember six they, they allowed them to bring beer? They didn't allow my friends to do anything. They just did it. Oh. And then one <laughs> night they got thrown out and they started throwing furniture out the window at Christ Hospital. Oh, boy. And girls used to come in there at night to see me. <laughs> I was like a stud. When you're in high school and you get sick, everybody comes to see you. Mm. You know, I had candy stripers I knew from grammar school. It was Jersey City, so. Mm, the good old days yeah, they before just, social media. They just drew me the fuck out. They were like, you know what? <laughs> it's time for fine. you to go. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> 
Go see your doctor. I never went to see a doctor again. I took acid that night. September 28th. It was the night Larry Holmes fought Muhammad Ali. Wow. Let's wrap this up. Wrap it up. Thank Gentlemen, you very this much is a lot of fun. Us. This is a lot of fun. I wish we had Heck dates yeah. to give you. <laughs> no, there's no dates coming up. Folks. I wish we had dates Nothing's to give happening. you. But uh, there is uh, Kill Tony Monday and Tuesday? Yeah, this week, Monday and Tuesday. But normally we do it every Monday. You can sit outside on the patio now. Big yeah. big outdoor patio. And it's on the Kill Tony YouTube channel, yep. correct? Uh-huh. And Church of What's Happening Now regularly, you do twice a week, right? Twice a week. Twice sir, a church week. Church of What's Happening Now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Bye.